Welcome to Saka! Erupting blunt launcher! Joy Then you've got like African American Peter Parker in space, and you've got like. <laughs> There's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it! <laughs> sack up! Sack up! Sack up! I am Steve, and with me here today... Addison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. Welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Madison. And I'm Ken. And it is a nice, cloudy April 26th Sunday, and this is episode 17 of Sack Up. Sack Up's almost legal. It is. So <laughs> close. Oh Barely legal oh Sack God. Up. <laughs> you all. Barely legal podcast, otherwise. <laughs> um, how's it going? How are your weeks? Good. It's moved. Got my CPAP machine now, so oh, I yeah. never sleep. Even though it's supposed to help me sleep, but have you tried it yet? Yeah, is it last it... like three days? I've been trying to use it, but it's just too weird for me. Can't get used to it. Well, it's not that I can't get used to it. I just How big is it? Well, it's it sits on a table, but my mask covers my whole face like this. But it's just like I don't breathe at the rhythm that it dispenses its air. So I just, <laughs> You're like, just breathe, like choking. Like, <laughs> you're like trying to breathe a little bit it's like it'll Whoa. be fine for like a couple hours and then when I when I've been sleeping for a little bit I'll just wake up like because I breathed out and the machine didn't push the carbon dioxide out yet so I like breathed back in my old air and I'm like it's not oxygen no ah. like, but I just I need to breathe slower yeah uh, $1400 for that motherfucker and my insurance helped pay zero yeah Fucking Thanks, Obama. It's such a fucking scam. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't... I mean, you can write it off at the end of the year, but that one's not the same, like, as I mean, we know. Can I? Yeah, it's a medical expense. I guess. So you can write it off, but... You Tax know, guy? Is that true? It depends of how much it costs you, and if that allows well, you to... I gotta pay, like, 850 bucks up front, and depends then it well, for a year. So, basic tax law, you everyone gets a standard deduction, and I think that's like $6,000. Yeah, so 6200 I believe. Yeah, I won't, so, if you don't, if your itemized items don't break that limit, and medical expenses is one of them, yeah. then you will just still take your normal standard deduction. So, if you had, like, most of the time, people's standard deduction, or the itemized items that allow you to exceed your standard deduction, usually is, like, mortgage rent. That's your really big item. That'll push you over. Or mortgage interest, you mean? Mortgage interest, sorry, yeah, yeah. not rent. So, mortgage rent, double rent. <laughs> so if you, yeah, all in all, don't have more than $6,200 in itemized charges, then it's not going to make it. It's, it doesn't make a difference. You'll just take your standard deduction. Just take your flat 6200 Yeah. 
Oh, well, it's shitty that your insurance didn't help pay for it. Yeah, I don't know why either. Does it just not fall under medical expenses? Some people don't classify it as medical expenses. Yeah. I feel like a CPAP machine would. Something that is going to prevent you from dying in your sleep. 115 events. More than one event per minute of me where I just stopped breathing completely. Addison's well, and, and the viewers Addison's will never basically know this, a zombie, but Addison snores like a bear. Like it is as La- louder than louder than a bear at all. You really? Yeah. That's not surprising. Well, is, I guess that yeah. that in itself is uh, upside. Though. But I mean, you like like Addison snores. It shakes the ground when you <laughs> snore. It is it is quite difficult. Back, to sleep with yeah back in the day when we would hang out at steven's house and we would all like just pass out on the on the floor of his living room there was a few times where i slept next to you and like you just you would snore and i could feel the ground reverberating <laughs> beneath me. it was it was insane so yeah you know how to snore man but no longer with the cpap machine apparently uh, as long as i can get more than three hours to sleep while i'm using it then i'll be good but yeah are you feeling more rested using it or less uh, I mean, I, I, the last couple of days I've been sleeping like half and half. Where like I I start my sleep like first couple hours of sleep with the CPAP machine, and then it gets to the point where I just got to take it off, mm-hmm. and then I sleep the rest of the time, and I don't feel any worse, which is good because I gotta go to work tomorrow. I'm fucking gonna be sleeping on the couch again. So yeah, <laughs> but, players making you sleep on the couch? No, I I just went out there because um, I know it's not gonna. Like, I know I'm going to have to take it off, and if I have to snore, then I'd rather do it in the other room so that she doesn't have to get woken up. Yeah. Yeah, basically just been spending a shitload of money and doing nothing else all week. <laughs> Waiting for State Farm to get back to me. Thanks, State Farm, for <laughs> like this exciting saga waiting to see if I have a fucking job or not. But. How's, uh, did you watch anything this week at all? Anything interesting? I finished off Vikings, um... I've been watch. I just been Rock watching R. a bunch of shit on fucking YouTube. To be honest, like how to make a bed if you're alone in the wilderness and you only have an axe. <laughs> like shit, I like reading shit like that. Yeah, you're a survivalist. Uh, just doing, looking up a lot of. I want to buy an over under shotgun, but I'm trying. Like you can get the starter, like good over unders. It starts at like twelve hundred dollars, and I'm not gonna fucking pay that much money for for a two shot gun. Yeah, I was gonna say they only make them in two shots, right? Well, it's an over under is just two barrels with, and it breaks open. Yeah, it's the top version of a side by side, which for whatever reason side by sides are more expensive than over unders, even though they're the same fucking gun. What's Why? the difference between an over and under? Well, an over under is barrels like this, right? Like, how does that? Like what from a mechanically standpoint? not really okay. All. I was wondering if there's a reason you want an over under versus just side by side. Well, it would just be your steady picture. Like if you're trying to uh, hunt bird or something, shoot between you, the two. If versus, you're aiming yeah. the bead at the bird, then your left barrel's leading, right? Yeah. Whereas with an over under, you have to consciously lead your clays or your birds or whatever. I want over under because they're cheap and they're fucking rad looking. But um, yeah, that's all I really did. What if students could fire their professors? That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fire... I want to see what there was. I don't have the link here, and I should have shown oh, it to you. There's a... thing I want to talk about. There's a school somewhere that all the teachers are required to carry firearms. Good. I forgot what it was called. I was like, Addison loves probably... Probably in Texas, to be honest. Somewhere. And it's probably not a big school, either. I'm sure it's a private institution, but it's mandate- mandated that every teacher have a gun. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not really like 
You know, I'm a pretty pro-gun guy, but I don't know that that's really the solution to, like, the school shooting problem. <laughs> Arm but, all the teachers? Well, because it's fine if... if I, I think if you're a teacher and you have, like, a CCW and you have you own a gun, then yes, you should be able to use that for self-defense, yeah. even if, while you're doing your job. But to mandate that people... Like you, person who's never used a gun before, you have to have one. You know? Well, like, I think all, well, I think all the teachers that were hired are basically very pro. Yeah, probably like, like yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah. So, who cares about the Senate confirming Loretta Lynch? She sucks. Yeah. So apparently, She's you a care. Worst you holder. Didn't we talk about this like a month ago? Well, well they finally actually. This is the actual. Yeah. Took them five. My, we actually talked about it five months ago. Well, that's how this shit works. Or, first started. This yeah. is how the shit works. Well, we'll get there. Don't spoil the docket, man. I just I don't give a shit. The about viewers out there, are, they're gonna be like spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> Um, what about you, Ken? Do you see or watch anything interesting? You finished Breaking Bad yet? No, I just finished Osmandius. So that's the episode 14. Yeah, so there's two, like left. two left. I wanted to ask you so last week you said if Vince Gilligan does. Episode 14 does... of the last season? Yeah, episode 14 of episode season 5. There's okay. 16 episodes. If you said last week you said if Vince Gilligan doesn't kill uh, Walter White, that you will be really pissed. Yeah. Why is that? I never asked you that last week. Why? I just think he's an asshole and he wants, she should die. You think that, like... He's not a good enough character to live. Yeah. Do you think that's the logical conclusion of the series, that he should die? Or are you just like, I don't like this guy, I want him to die? No, I just don't like him, I want him to die. Okay. I'm I didn't thinking... know if you had some, like, given the context of this story, <laughs> yeah. he really should this die. Is my it's the analysis. only solution. <laughs> Well, it well is. I, mean, I mean, how else do you end that? That's true. So he's, I mean, the, the end of this spoiler tag. So if you, now that you've, you know, not listened to the other podcast episodes where we talk about what happens in the show. But yeah, and if you have not watched all Breaking Bad, then watch If you haven't watched all the last two episodes, you yes. go. Now. But basically, yeah, so he gets with the name changer guy and I was with his barrel of money. And I'm assuming he's yes. going to live away. And But you've seen flashbacks where he was in New Hampshire. So it's been a year. So he, And he goes back. So I'm sure he's going to do some kind of... I don't know. Some kind of ploy or... I think that that's going to be gonna his... do some Walter White That's going to be his like last stand there where he corrects everything probably. And he tries to be a good guy at the end of the day. I'm, I'm My guess is he's going to... Because he takes his money with him. My guess he's going to try to give his money back to his kids somehow. And then he's going to try to make amends. Like, I don't know. Maybe Jesse's still like a slave in a meth lab. Like, when you leave, he's like chained to yeah, a meth lab. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he tries to fix that. But he's basically going to try to fix everything he does. And then the... The conclusion of that is, all right, I'm going to fix everything I can, and then Brian is going to die in the process. Or he's going to have cancer, he's going to die too. So, I think either way, he's probably going to die, but I was just saying the last well, I will be very curious to hear what you have to say about that. About the ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not going to die. <laughs> well, we'll yeah. see what happens. I, um... He just annoys me because he... I mean, maybe it's supposed to be human, but he does a thing where, yeah, basically, you know, his hubris is false because he's egotistical and he's prideful. Right, and so like he he's like bipolar throughout the show. On one hand, he's like, "Oh, I love my family, and everything I do is for you guys." And you know, like I'm not a hard criminal, and killing people makes me sad. And and then he's like the other side, where he's like, "I watched a girl choke on her vomit. I'm cool with that." And I ordered a hit of eleven people in prisons. And I'm all cool with that. You know, so he that, does that. That scene was sick. So he does that. I guess. So he does that thing where he like oscillates between like, "Oh, I'm sad," or "I'm happy." Like at the end of the episode, you know. Like, in the beginning, Osmani is a great example. In the beginning, he's, like, furious. They have his money. He's like, I'm going to fucking take my money, all this shit. And at the end, when, like, Hank dies, he's like, 
oh, I'm sad. Which, by the way, was the same pose that Gus was in when his, like, brother-in-law supposedly got killed. Was it? Ooh. Some, uh... Some, uh, symmetry there. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Hank, you know, Hank's dead, and he's all, like, sad now. She's like, oh, I can't... It's like, what, what, okay. What did you expect? Yeah, he he came face-to-face to Hank, and he's like, don't mess with me. And trying to be all, like, badass... Walt, and now he's like, oh, I'm sad that Hank's dead. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. You know, like, what do you think was going to happen? Well, he was hoping that Hank could, like, walk away from the situation. I don't know, after he, like, blackmailed him. I don't know, it's just this whole thing. He, there's this, maybe it's just me, but there's just this gap in, like, logic here from Walt. Well, I mean, I just you feel like he's so at... stupid. He's just so stupid. And I want, he just deserves to get caught and die. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We shall But see. if I'm being all, like, altruistic and well-hearted, just want his kids to have, the, I'm sure, you know, you want... To have his money, go to his kids and call it a day. I want his wife to die too, Probably. and 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 I want the aunt to die too. The aunt. I hate her so much. He's a she's such an annoying yeah, character. She's really annoying. Well, I don't, I don't know. We'll, but Hank's we'll dead. See. So Hank dead. Hank's Gomez dead. is dead. So that's two people off my list. So I just need the wife to die, the sister to die. I need Jesse to die. I'm, then I'm pretty good, actually. I just want Saul and the two kids to survive. That's all I care about. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Do you want Saul and his, and his henchmen to survive? The, the I, actually, I, I actually, I don't know about <laughs> He's kind of a funny guy. Yeah. I don't really don't care about them as much. I actually like, so I like Saul. And oh, so are you going to watch Better Call Saul? Though? I might. It depends. I need to start, start watching I'm in. Show. I'm interested to see how you do a show like that, though. It depends on how far they go, right? You only have so much material because you kind of know. You know where it's going. Where it's going. Yeah. So, Saul, I mean, Saul just, I liked him as a character. I think that, and the kids are just like, whatever. To be honest, though, the sun really annoys me, too. So, if you got off to me... I, I have been forced if to watch that, this. I have been mentally handicapped son got off to you... It sounds really... It sounds really handicapped. He's not... He's yeah. Got he's got palsy. Motor functions are poor. Not that, it, not that his mind is poor. <laughs> Motor functionally handicapped. My apologies. I have been forced to watch the show because Gina likes it a lot and wants to watch it. And I'm not saying it's not... I think it is very well written. And... I think the camera is a little too artsy for the camera work, but writing-wise, you I, you do notice there's a lot of things. Like, even in that episode, he walks in, there's the knives there, and there's a phone there. Yes. Side by side, and she takes the knife instead of calling the police immediately, and that's why the forces Walt. And there's a lot of things like, oh, this random happenstance causes misunderstanding. So there's a lot of good writing in there, a lot of good foreshadowing. So, yeah. like, the writing is really strong, and I get that. But the characters, the characters like, all just out. piss me off. Like, all of them. They just all piss me off. And maybe that's what he was trying to do. I think... I'm sure that's probably what he's trying to do with Walt. But even the wife pisses me off. Hank pisses me off. The sister pisses me off. The son yeah. pisses me off to an extent because he's so naive. But I think that's the interesting... Like, part of the interesting part about it is that, like, it's hard to like many of the characters in the show... And a lot of times with TV, they the, the characters you're given are people that you're like... Meant to be overly like... Yeah, they're like right. perfect. Everyone in TV is perfect. Everyone in the movies is perfect, <laughs> except for the villain who is evil and bad and has a total But he's mustache. perfect at it. Yeah, well, the he's re- perfect the, at being... I get what exactly. you're saying. And, but the reason I don't like the characters is less because they're not perfect. It's just that, I guess in my mind, if I place myself in their situations... I, they don't act any way I would any expect someone to... Rational, exactly. Like, There's yeah. all a bunch of irrationalness. And one of my biggest pet peeves just with like storytelling in general is like you know like deus ex machina you know just kind of the whole like yeah and this interferes and this happens like i feel like sometimes a lot of the way they act is like put in the show just so to to further the storyline but it's not something a normal person would do you know like a lot of different things that walt's done over the time there's a lot of different things that 
like that just made no sense. Yeah. The why he did that, and it's well, gonna it's cause his downfall. Compelling television, air quotes. So. So you yeah. can, and you can say for Walt, okay, if it's just Walt making that, okay, that's his flaw. But then the wife's doing it. Then like the sister's doing stupid shit, like I'm gonna steal stuff, and then like <laughs> I love this tiara. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And then, like, the husband's gonna notice the stealing, not care about it, and then, but then have his own, like, I'm gonna collect as long as it's not drugs. <laughs> I don't know. This is all, like, the weird Mexican, like, assassin cousin brothers, like, come up and do all sorts of strange yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. The... I'm gonna change my clothes in this farm. Like, what was that all about? Didn't one of them get, like, Walt killed one of them, right? They no, Hank, Hank, Hank killed one of them. The Hank, yeah. I right. ran him into the, the car. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah. He, well, he survived, actually. He got he survived initially and he was in the hospital with his legs amputated. Oh, that's right. And then because yeah. Hank shot the other one, and then yeah. Mike, I think, medically allergic dose to the other guy yeah, while he was he in the hospital. Him. Yeah. So there's just a bunch of there's just a bunch of that like this doesn't seem normal to me. So it seems really forced, and so their actions just annoying. There's a lot of uh, Deus Ex Machina stuff in that show where just like things just happen to work out for Walt. Like yeah. Walt's Someone in a situation. Leaves. Yeah, I, I kind of figured after hearing about cancer, you want to go into the wilderness, get naked, and smoke a bunch of weed. I believe you. Yeah. No, like not he, at all. Well, there's a lot of there's even not even just that, but the, he'll be in a situation where like, you're he like always, he's he, there's no way he's gonna get out of the situation, but some random act of God happens. God, he's like, oh shit, yeah, like, I've got a chemical like, bomb, or I'm just gonna play like badass Walk here and just be like, get real close to your face and be like, no, I'm the cook. All yeah. right, it's our best interest if we work together. I'm your good investment, son. Like I am Heisenberg. I'm Heisenberg. You can't lose me. And everyone's like. All right, I'll work for you. Sweet. <laughs> you know? You have like, successfully intimidated me. Yeah. Like, intimidate check. Successful. So, yeah, it's, well, you're almost done. You're almost so, at the end. So, I said, the, the, the writing is good, and there's all that stuff. I just, just, just stuff that all the characters do that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And well, then, go watch Sons of Anarchy after this. I need to I watch actually, that. One. I actually watched the first, like, two seasons of that on, on all air. Seven or on Netflix. It was on air. I just would... It was. It'd be on. I would just like just watch, watch it, it, and I found it interesting for a while. But then I really like that show. After a while, I kind of, I don't know, just didn't follow. I it. watched the first like three or four episodes, and it didn't really hook me. I need to give it another shot. It's though. Supposed to be like Hamlet. That's the thing is in biker sense. Well, that uh, that show Hamlet. like well because his dad is to Rome or not well, to Rome. Dad. Well, no. Well, his original dad was the king, and then his like brother or like the his friend his friend Ron right. the guy that what's his face played the guy Roman. that plays yeah. Oh boy, Ron, Ron Roman. Yeah. He plays the like the friend, the second in charge, who takes basic. I don't know anything happens to the dad, but the dad dies, and then the second in the charge marries or you know starts His dating wife. a wife, right? Yeah. So it's the whole Hamlet. Like, it's. I will say that I did not like that show until season two. Yeah, like I the first couple episodes, I was very shaky on like should I watch this? Then some stuff happens, and I'm like, well, I've I've never like watched a show about biker culture or whatever, I might as well just give it a little <laughs> more shots. And then once the actual, like, I don't know, you you sort of feel that you get inducted into it in yeah. some way. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> just part like, of the... all right, I'll watch this, you know? Like, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Um, anything else? I watched The Departed too the other day. Yes, you did. What did you think? Is it not a wonderful movie? I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. So good. I thought it has a lot of people in it. Too. It does. I it's got a huge cast. Multi Wahlbergs. Maybe so. I would be blinded too. This is another one. That says, maybe I just I overestimate my smartness. And obviously, it's easy as a third party to be like, this guy's, yeah, totally, the, this guy's totally the snitch. But it's just like you're sitting here and you're like, 
same thing where no one guesses that Matt Damon is the snitch somehow. Yeah. Like you're sitting here like what? Spoilers my if you haven't yeah, seen the they, they all just die at the end. We can just edit like, it all. Oh well. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that, that the ending was what I was just perturbed about. Not perturbed, but I just I didn't get the ending. Other than just everyone, Martin, dies, it's Martin Scorsese ending. and everyone yeah. dies. This is that, yeah. but I wasn't sure what the point of that was. I, I'm guessing the letter she Why? sent at the end was to Dignum, and so Dignum goes in and. Or it was just he find out and he's just like murder you bitch. I'm yeah. no longer a cop. I don't remember. I'm most vigilante of justice. I don't remember most of the details of the movie because it's been like probably three. Or well, four they years do since like I've a reverse it. thing where the cops put an undercover in a crime family. Yeah, and then the crime family puts a mole in the cops. Yeah, and then it's just like arms race between yeah. Jack Nicholson well, I, and like I, I thought. Well, I thought dude. that was really cool. Like you have these two contrasting lead characters and they're each doing the opposite, and it's just them. And then they kind of fight, are fighting each other in a roundabout yeah. way because they're each moling on each other, right? And they're trying to counter that. So it was really interesting. Yeah, and it was good acting. But yeah, there's a there's a point where the guy who was the mole for the mafia ends up being the lead investigator to investigate who the mole is in the police. The police. Yes. yes. And I was like, why would you select this guy of all the like he's well, he, but you got to remember like he he was number one in his class. Like there, there's nothing because he he basically was born to be a cop, right? The the mafia groomed him to yeah. be a cop. Yeah. I guess that so would be the best That would cop. be my best suspicion is that the best well, guy but there's no one who knows yeah. that. <laughs> As for for all anyone knows, it's just like, holy shit, this kid's like made for this life and he's let's give him a chance to bring Well it's just funny because they're like he's like, like no cell phones. And literally they tell yeah, him no cell phones like, he's like no cell phones <laughs> and then they none of the people use cell phones in there. And the guy's like, how do they know not to use any cell phones? <laughs> it's like, you just said it. And to the new people who weren't informed, I don't know. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a good movie. It was good acting. I wasn't sure about the whole, why everyone at the end had to die, but... Well, gonna... it's just because, how do you wrap that story up? You don't, the cop, you either let the cops win or you let the mafia win. Yeah, you let nobody win, I guess. <laughs> you, should, uh, you should watch We Own the Night if you've never seen that movie. That's the one with... Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's another good. Comic I haven't one. seen that one. It's, a good it's basically comic. like a guy owns a club and he's like a drug dealery kind of fool. Um, his dad is like Commissioner Gordon, and his his siblings <laughs> are like all in the police force or whatever, and they like shoot his brother in the face, and they put him into Witsec because he like part of working at his club he like works for some Russian crime boss <laughs> and there's a whole chase where a dude with a side by side shock like sawn off just like guns his dad in a drive by <laughs> while they're both driving the dad's like trying to get away shoot him with a revolver because it said in like the 80s oh, when shit. the the late 70s early 80s when New York cops were like boot stomping Nazis <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's really good it's a really good show yeah. nice or, it's a really good movie that I don't think it's on Netflix. You probably want to primary that or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I just warned this. Not that you heard that on here. Feds. Feds, you Feds I didn't do it. You secured it yeah. from a location. I rented it free. No, you can tour things. I didn't say I, I tore rented it. I didn't tour from an illegal place. You never know that. I could. Someone could own the there's movie. There's no legal torrent. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there is. Like Blizzard. You let, Blizzard allows you to well, torrent Well, but items. there's no legal torrent of a movie. You can't. Unless it's unless someone owns the movie, like Ergo, it is they, their movie. Yeah, exactly. Ergo, they made the there movie. There is a legal torrent. Well, if, 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 yeah, no, so if, if Martin Scorsese was like, "Here, everyone," no, but if, but, if, but if you if you own the movie and you purchase it, you have a DVD hard copy to me. You I, can give it to me 
to rent, to loan it to me as your friend, right? Yes. You're not selling it or distributing it in any mass method. So if we were to use yeah, a torrent as a, as a means That's of transfer and you're only giving it to me just to air as your friend because you already paid for it and you owned it, it is your right to pass that copy around. Actually, not true. No. Okay. Nowadays, not true since the DMCA. Yeah. Now you get that CD and it's just a license that you have to view it, but the moment you, like, rip it, illegal. The moment you yeah. give it to someone else, illegal. In my mind, that's how it works, so... Well, in your mind is the common sense way that proper ownership of any given object works, but that's not what the DMCA is. <laughs> no. The DMCA is how can we stop people from... Well, how- the DMCA is how can corporations make make it so that two uh, people have, who, like, live together have to buy the same fucking DVD, yeah. you know? Which, <laughs> thankfully, they have not quite made it Well, made there's it no way for them to enforce that and fuck them when they try to, yeah. so... That's the interesting thing, I think, about the evolution of technology as we've gotten further in, is, like, there were these companies who made a ton of money. They were, like, at the top, but with, with things like like file sharing and streaming and stuff like that they're making less money but they're doing everything they can to instead of adjusting and just saying you know what we're going to make less money and that sucks but we're still going to make millions upon millions probably that's not how, billions that's, that's of not dollars. how it works though you can't say that because if you are if you run your company with the idea that you're making a billion dollars a year and then something happens to the point where yeah you make less Say you only make five hundred million now. So you make half what you make. Yeah, five hundred million, million is a ton of five hundred million is a ton of money, right? Yeah. But if you were a one billion dollar in revenue operations and it cost you eight hundred million dollars to run your show, so that you made two hundred million dollars and now you only make five hundred million, you are losing three hundred million Gotta a year. Make some cuts. That's well. Then that's that's what causes these companies to close. So that's why yeah. they're trying to protect it. It's well, not, that would be fine, but that's not what happens. Instead of closing, they say we'll eat the loss. But then we'll create legislation outside of our jurisdiction to make try and enforce some way that people have to actually buy physical. Copies. They're just it is it's literally the same way Blockbuster is dead now. Like eventually, that's how they're going to go, and they're just trying to prolong that. So it's either if you own all this stuff and you're looking out for your best interests as a company, it's like you're going to prolong that as long as you can. Yeah, it's easy to say, oh, just transition into something else, right? But sometimes you oh, build. If doing, they spent though. like if you are the owner of the Blockbuster, it's a franchise so they technically didn't own any of these stores but if they had owned all these stores it's like oh blockbusters transition to online streaming you own 500 billion dollars worth of stores just like a physical land like sell it's, that, yeah. sell that you shit can't and it's not it's not how that you just can't just sell it at the prices you originally got it from no one's gonna buy it from you if they don't have a lot they need it for yeah. so if you have a billion dollars in land you need to sell right and you can, I mean, you could, I mean, you could start selling it, and over time, you could sell all these items. But you can't just be like, "All right, tomorrow I need to sell all this off." You're going to do yeah, it at a discount, like a huge discount. To be fair, like setting up a streaming service takes like no work or money. Like you have to buy like one data center and give like five people a salary for a year, and now you've got your service, right? If and that, that's the thing is, people who create content are the people who are, who are going to come out the winners for this. It's not the distribution companies, right? It's the people, like, who say your Time Warner's movie, or I don't know, say your DreamWorks. If you're smart, you're starting to hook up deals with Netflix where you're just like, oh, we're just going to make content for you, or whatever. And then if you want well, yeah, to... Yeah, but that's the whole point, is that they're, the whatever. distributors are shit out of luck. That is the whole point. Yeah, good. They are, well, no, I know, but the, <laughs> they are... I don't care what happens to them, but you got to think from their point of view, they know they're shit out of luck, so they're going to do everything they can to prolong it. Yeah, that. but they created legislation that, as a side effect, has chilled, like, the whole fucking point of the internet. It's that's lo- completely but, unacceptable. But to you, because you love the internet, and you want free rights and stuff, but to them... Who who's doesn't their, love the internet? And who I doesn't them, want free but... rights? <laughs> if If... 
I don't know if it impeded on your way of life and prevent would crumble your entire business. Your, you do your a lot way of, stuff. of life of being a billionaire who has more money than he can possibly spend. Well, that also affects the the clerk at the bottom level who has to get fired. They don't care about the clerk. We know this. Well, they <laughs> care about the clerk. Well, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, it's they're protecting. I their understand their their, yeah. but the problem is the legislation they made is so insanely broad that. Areas where it would have had no reach whatsoever if they'd actually gone and made the law the right way you're supposed to make laws, federal government, which is narrow and with specific purpose. Instead, they're just like, anyone can make a DMCA claim. And because people can't litigate with these big companies, I'm not just get I'm not saying it. they're right. I was just saying... I was, <laughs> you're defending them. That's the fact. No, I was pointing... Right. No, Steve said... I was pointing out the fact as to why they do that. responding to my your, statement. Your statement, yeah, which well, is... I understand My that, statement is, but, fuck them for not just transitioning. And he's like, they can't transition. They'll lose Well, no, they can, they but they... If they don't want to spend the money to do that. Yeah. Well, and they'll make less money, and they don't. No, want they, to make they, less they, money. they. Some they'll companies may not more. physically be able to transition. Like yeah. you may not literally, if you have that many assets on your books and that many expenses, like that all, all those land, all those stores, those all are leased. Those all have rent, electricity. If you have to pay expense to that, and you're making no income, they will close. They will shut down. Like some, some companies just will not be able to transition when it all. And eventually, it will. That's just where it's going to happen. Eventually, it'll happen to the point where it's all streamed, but. Once it happens, like, these companies are just sunk, and that's just what's going to... Can you imagine the glorious future where, like, <laughs> a movie theater like, is literally just a fucking place where someone in the booth just has a laptop with Netflix projector? That's where the world should go. Like, oh, man. That'll, 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 like, never happen. Uh, there'll be 4K uh, TVs and surround sound in every home, and you never have to go to the movie Well, you already would nev- that's never have to go to the movie I feel theater. like the movie theater is different, though, because it's an experience. Some people want to go to a movie theater. Some people, like to some people want to like popcorn. Some people want to sit inside of a theater and watch it. I like to be with a huge... Like, I, I bet. want to go see Age of Ultron in theaters because I want to be with all those nerds when they're just like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet when... Like, if they were to have to give the option to stream... Like, movies movies went directly to stream. Like, not they bypassed the movie theater. So you didn't have to wait to DVD. Oh, movies came out... If, well, even if they did that, I still feel like the movies would still be fine. Because I feel like people well, want yeah, to go. I'd, I'd be totally okay with that. I just would prefer to have it have the option so that for a movie that maybe isn't something like Age of Ultron, but I still want to see it, I don't have to wait six, eight months for it to show up on fucking Netflix. I can just be like, I will stream it today, and I'll like pay five dollars on my computer to see it now instead of waiting. Right. Well, you can. Because I don't do want to go now. to a fucking. Well, depends on. It who takes it is. like on the two movie. months on average now for a movie to come to like iTunes or. The movies still make a lot on Netflix. Usually gets it a lot later. The the movies still make uh, movie producers and like the people that make the movie, the creators, they still make a lot of money from the theaters. So, well, I understand that, but if the if the position you're going to take is even if you have streaming and physical release side by side in a movie theater and movies are going to be fine, then give me stream day one because the, well because the creators will make though. less money. I don't give a shit about them. Well, I know. They're, well, that's the whole point though. They they give a shit, and so that's why they're not going to do it. Oh well. A sad world we live in. Yeah. I, 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 living in an Addison-run world would be great, unfortunately, until we become rulers of this country, which will one day happen. Yeah. We'll have to wait for that. Not for no, another 30 not years until we get it to politicking age. Well, no, it's not It's not like what I'm saying is outlandish. It's no, I agree. Position, I, but no, I would like it this to go... It doesn't seem like that ever fucking works. Well, I've, so. I've long held the belief that everything just needs to go to a single streaming service under a single umbrella. It will never happen. Well... Never. Even but if it's not give me one all my streaming music, service, give me, all my movies. give me everything on a service 
that isn't going to fucking Harkins. Yeah. I don't want to do that. There's there's certain things I will do it for, but I don't want to go see, like, a Daniel Radcliffe movie in theaters. I may want to see it, right? <laughs> I don't want to go spend $50 for fucking tickets and popcorn and all this shit when I can wait and spend $10. Just give it to me up front and I'll pay 15 Like... Until know. the day they, I mean, the real the real big thing with all of us to make really that to happen, to have everything being on streamed, is when they can stop having people illegally download things or illegally stream things. Well, That's I mean, really well. That will stop people from illegally downloading and streaming things. Yeah, I mean, mm, I don't or know. It'll reduce That's, it great. I, I mean, but they'll still lose percentage. Like in their mind, if everything is up there, the fact that it's up there means it's easily. The, the, the format, the coding, streaming is readily That's available true. to be stolen. Right. The one reason why DVDs. It's so hard to get, like, a good stream of a, a movie instantly is because you either have, like, a dumbass guy in Russia filming, you know, filming the actual theater. Vladimir. Yeah. <laughs> or someone man. has, like, stolen a... This happened like, for a couple movies. They actually stole well, the digital the, copy. Like, the actual physical digital DC, the original one got taken. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times, too, the, it's people who get uh, testers, right? The, yeah, The yeah. previews, they'll put Oscar it up, season. even though it has the fucking watermark right on there. Yeah. So you've got stuff like that where, you know, there's still... I mean, the thing is, if they put it in an easy-to-consume and easy-to-get way, they would at least start chipping away at the percentage of people who would pirate stuff. As a sense there will always be people that. who will pirate. Well, yeah. And but then, I think in their mind... I don't know what the numbers are. I think in their mind is, as long as we delay the release of the DVD, the money we make from movie theater sales and will outweigh the pirating loss that we'll take if we were to instantly stream this day one. Yeah. That's what they think. Uh, that's the thing, though. Is I'm, I would be curious to see if you can actually just like steal a Netflix movie or something you could just can you just, could you record it if you put it on big screen and just use some kind of capture card and just record it yeah but then what's the difference between some guy sitting in a fucking movie theater wouldn't the quality recording? be better than a camera and it'd, be a lot, it'd be a lot better because you'd be capturing the from the, the source right I would like to see someone do that didn't people I don't in think YouTube, H264 lets you do didn't that didn't people in YouTube <laughs> used to just record the video sound on that and download as mp3s to record give to people video movie? sound so like people, would pl- so there would be like a song, and they played on YouTube as a video, but they would record the uh, the music off of that as an MP3, and that they would transfer that video. You can rip a song directly. You can rip the audio directly out of YouTube with, with a website. Oh yeah, okay, right. So like, that. if I'm just saying, if you could do something similar to that with the movie, I don't know. Maybe like rip the sound and then just record it. I don't know. I don't know what. Well, the- you could do it with um with OBS with open broadcasting software that I that you use for streaming. Because OBS will let you capture whatever's on your desktop, and like so, whatever your desktop is showing, and then also the audio of it. So you just like, but that's a, it's still the it same it argument. Go. It's still you can use a different device than the thing you're watching it on to get a ripped version, regardless yeah. of what day it is. I you can see movies come up on PrimeWire day one. That yeah, but are the quality HD is... quality movies because some guy just took the fucking tester disc, yeah. like. It can I, happen regardless. It could, but I find that I have a really hard time finding really good quality well, first. Well, I don't. So. Well, it's me. I also uh, I don't even do that anymore though because I have fucking Netflix. But so. I well, I remember just like trying to find movies like that. It was really hard. Yeah. Firstly, first the like just on until DVD came out and they actually someone bought the DVD, ripped it, and then put it online. I found that you mostly were getting. Dude, you know Vladimir right. in Russia yeah. filming the thing, and I don't want to watch the movie with Vladimir in Russia. And I feel like that's probably a lot of sentiment that drives people away from. Because, yeah, you can get a day one, but I'd rather get day one, high D, or at least just presentable. Not even, like, high def, but just not, you know, some dude gets up and I see a shadow. In this well, yeah, I mean, um, there's, like, when Iron Man 3 came out, I went and saw it in theaters, and I wanted to watch it again, but I didn't want to go buy another ticket. 
so I tried to find it online, and there was it was just all Vladimir rips of it of like guy in Russia with the camera. But see, that, it I took mean, three maybe, or four months, and then it reappeared on Prime. I guess Warner. I'm just okay with that because I can usually find like a 720p like recording or something in some video, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm watching the movie to get the story and shit. So yeah, I haven't really tried it lately, shit. but every time, kind of like I would want like a really good movie to come out, stuff like that, I would be really hard to find yeah. of good quality. I mean, well, Gina, like Gina's fine with watching. Vladimir rips stuff sometimes, but yeah. I, I, it bothers me when it's not. I don't like good. when it's not perfect. Yeah. Quality, it's, um, yeah. it's not perfect situation, but I'll still do it. It's getting me what I want. I'll still do it. Too, yeah, it so. but, 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 but I also just don't do that anymore. I got yeah. Netflix, I got Hulu. Like, I, ha- I have, have an embarrassment <laughs> of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I, if I am finding myself struggling to find something to watch, I'm not fucking trying hard enough. I have the infinite world. <laughs> but I think a lot of a lot of people who do stream things illegally want to see it in good quality. Well, and that's what stops. No way! So... But if you gave them the option to pay five dollars to stream it in HD day one, I will do it. Five dollars is nothing. But how many people wouldn't do it? I mean, if it's five dollars to go, maybe not. It's like it's like seven fifty now to go to movie. You know what I mean? Well, I know. It's ten bucks to get a movie ticket. Where have you been? Harkins, <laughs> yeah, it's seven fifty. Last time I went there was nine fifty. So what Harkins did you go to? The one at Tempe Marketplace. Do you have a student ID? I did. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I've, I don't I've never paid more than seven fifty for a movie. I think it's. I think it's a little higher. I think it's a dollar higher. Sneaker present about. Any in any case, I get what you're saying, but I just think that. I think that the but money. It's some. It's, it's always going to come down to a money thing. I think if they were cool, then they would just be like, "No, maybe I'll make like." 20 billion instead of 22 billion but at least pe- my customers will be satisfied instead of just like fuck them <laughs> that's the attitude you sometimes it's just you, I don't know I, I feel like I will never hold it against someone to try to maximize their profits yeah you know like you are I don't hold it against or... them for maximizing their profits but they're degrading my service so I have to hold that against them right and so you will be a customer that drops off from them and so ultimately if too many customers drop off then they will not be maximizing their profits by doing their put them on blast no one ever go to the movies again I would exa- agree let's Next do it starting on May 3rd after you go see Age of Ultron <laughs> like May 9th May 1st I'm not seeing it on May 1st fuck that we're, we're seeing it on Sunday you guys have fun with that come with us I'm not I told you and I will reiterate this every time because you guys never seem to get it I will not see a new movie the weekend it comes out. I'm not going to waste time. Yeah. I don't want to stand in a fucking line. Well, I'll be going. Well, I might go to the midnight. I haven't decided. <laughs> but we were talking about trying to see it on Sunday night, right? I would consider it. I have to see what Gene has to say about that. But yeah. Okay. I definitely wouldn't. Well, I can't do midnight because I have to work the next day. No, I can't either. I mean, I could, but I don't know if I want well, to. Midnight. Midnight on like Thursday, Thursday night. Oh, okay. Friday. Just like you have to work on like a Sunday. <laughs> Would be midnight the first time. Or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're even doing those midnight, midnight eight p.m. on the Thursday. Yeah, midnight means like dinner time on the day before. Yeah. <laughs> I also agree with the time from a time like even if it was like Friday, just getting off work and trying to get there. The lines will be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, Part of it is especially Friday, for this. Like the lines are gonna be oh ridiculous. Yeah. Until Sunday. Get- yeah. There's going to be people who break through time barrier because the line's so long and they're <laughs> gonna, not going to get there until Sunday morning. I like the environment, but at the same do. time, I you know I don't. It's not the reason I watch a movie. So yeah, well, I'll well, go. I'll have my popcorn and my soda and whatever, and I'll do it with no lines. 
I'll go with I'll go with you. Well, there's it's still going to be making money at the box office. Oh, I'm totally I'm totally okay with that. But I won't have to line up behind the building with some fucking fat nerd on either side squeezing me out and sweat lodging me. So (laughs) sweat lodging you. Well, well, uh, I'll I'm going to see it that weekend and I'll go and see it with you again. Cool. I'm down. We'll do it. But I'm I'm seeing it that weekend. If I can't see it at the very like on the first day, I'm seeing it by Sunday. I won't be able to see it on Saturday because of the Smash tournament. You know, sweet spot, which is happening May second at Endgame. If you've not heard about it yet, two hundred fifty dollars pop bonus. Check it out on our Facebook. Is the ten dollars fee like half of that going in the pot? Is that a standard thing? Yes, that's very that's super common. Basically, most most tournaments, you the average is like five bucks to enter, and then that goes into a pot. And then in with the uh, places that have like legitimate venues, then there's a venue fee associated because it usually costs money to. To rent yeah, out. the actual menu yeah. for the time. Yeah. yeah, so for us, like, we have ten dollar, we have five dollar entry, five dollar venue, and the five dollars will go towards the paying for the venue and whatnot. Yeah. So, but uh, we're getting some big hype around that. We've got uh, Axe is coming, Meds is coming. Those are like the two best players. Say, I, don't in the state. I don't know what well, these people are. So Axe is like number one in the power rankings in Arizona, and he's like a nationally known player. So he's pretty. He's a pretty big deal. Um, Ty is probably going to be there. He's a he's a really big player in Arizona. So if you are in the Arizona scene and you want to get some see some good games and play some good games, come to Endgame on May second for the inaugural melee tourney that we're having. And then also Smash Four is on May sixteenth. So yeah, two Saturdays. For it's first first is melee, third is four. Right? Yep. First first weekend every month is melee. Third weekend of every month is Smash Four. So and check it out on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I watched the Smash. Speaking of Smash Brothers, I watched the Smash Brothers documentary um, this week, which I don't know exactly when it came out. It looks like it came out in late 2013 or or in 2014 last year. It said on the thing that I have, it says the Smash Brothers documentary 2013. Okay, so it so. came out in 2013. It is that's super good. So we've we've played Brawl over Smash a thousand period. hours. Yeah, Smash in general, we've played it all our lives. I played the shit out of Melee when I was younger, but I never. I was young and I didn't take it at all to that next level but um this is all about the rise of smash starting at melee and going from there um and it touches on brawl briefly smash 4 hadn't come out yet when this doc came out but um it's really interesting it talks about the top players and to ever play the game i think it's the the seven best mewtwo thief and his friends mewtwo Mewtwo (laughs) king um so it's you commoner it's like ken um as in ken uh isaiah Korean DJ, Mewtwo King, Mango, and Hbox. and Hungrybox, yeah. So it's like about them and their rise to um, to being the best players in the world. And it talks about just how the game has developed over time, how it got picked up. I, I never knew this, but Melee, Melee is, we're seeing Melee get really huge now in the last year. Yeah, like eight years after it's come out. But it was really huge in back in, between 2004 and 2006, there was a huge rise in Melee, in the interest in Melee. I mean, Melee came out in 2004. But in 2006, MLG picked Melee up. And there was 100,000 people... No, that was, in, that was at Evo. But at, and, yeah. at MLG like picked Melee up, and it was getting super legit. The players were being treated like professionals. Everything was going really well. There was a huge following. And then MLG just dropped it for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just... They, they they cited that it was mainly because Nintendo is super hard to work with. Yes, um, because Nintendo will stop people from trying to play Melee competitively, which is stupid. Which makes no sense. That, is that still in effect? 
That they don't do it as much anymore, but but <laughs> That's Nintendo just has Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo has a storied history of having difficulty with people who want to like play stream their games. Like well, Nintendo they try and to, Sega are both the same. Like they're so fucking crazy about making sure that like they control everything about their yeah. games. I mean, there was that whole spate of people getting their YouTube channels paid by Sega and Nintendo like a year ago. Yeah. But it's like, that's free advertising for you. But they don't see it that way. They're stuck in like the 80s. They can't. Yeah, when they were a card game manufacturer (laughs) and a a strip club owner or whatever the fuck they were doing. Pachinko, I think it was. Well, I mean, they also have something to do with sex. They were connected to the mob. Yeah, they own some brothels. Good old Nintendo. Back in the day. <laughs> Nintendo See, News. Nintendo play play SNES while you're getting your dick sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so Nintendo transition. Why, t- transition. why can't the... the <laughs> yeah, they transitioned. <laughs> I'm not saying no transition. <laughs> I'm just saying the majority of them will fall to the wayside. Yeah. But Nintendo has, has a storied history of being difficult. And I think that's because Nintendo has a very specific brand. And they don't... They, they want to control how people view that brand. So, like, when they see people playing uh, their games on YouTube, they're like, well, that doesn't fall in line with the friendly YouTube brand because you've got people playing, like, Smash, and they're just like, motherfucker, son of a bitch, like, dropping every curse bomb that they can, and they they don't... They feel like that ruins their family-friendly reputation. But, so it was dropped by MLG, and it went back underground, and then Evo came along and said, who do you want... What fighting... Because Evo's all fighting games. They're like, what fighting fighting game do you want to see at Evo 2013? Just the FGC, like, super tournament, right? Yeah. And they said, what fighting game do you want to see at Evo 2013? And they put up a Facebook poll. And the, the Smash community came out and just, just like, overloaded yeah. that, that poll. And so people were accusing the Smash community of botting it, basically, because they had so many more votes. So then Evo's like, all right, we'll do a, we'll do a thing. We'll, we'll do a contest. You ra- Whoever raises the most money for breast cancer will uh, be will get the eighth place for at Evo, which will be like the final game slot at Evo. And the Smash community raised ninety five thousand dollars, which is like blew everyone else away. So then we went to Evo and they got picked up there and now it's still at Evo. But overall it like the watching the arc, like the trajectory of as it has like it grew and then it just slumped and it almost died. And then it came back like and a now Phoenix it's from the ashes. And now it's stronger than ever, man. Like a cat like a Falco punch from the ashes. Oh my god. And we're getting heavily... I mean, we're running this tournament, so of course we're getting into Smash, but like, we're getting very into like playing teams on Smash 4. I've been getting very into watching videos of salty people losing in yes. Smash. Oh. It gives me uh, like disdain for humanity boner that you cannot <laughs> even imagine. Schadenfreude. Well, just watching like people playing, because it's never... You never see the match. They just have cameras on like the players, right? Yeah. And then you see the guy who loses, there's this one dude who's just like... Is this the salty episodes one well, on YouTube? It, there's like a fi- yeah, five-part series of like salty retards who are losing at <laughs> Smash and they're just like... People who are crying or people who get up out of their chair like, what? What? <laughs> what? People who just like lose and just walk away, don't even like shake hands or have any sort of sportsmanship whatsoever. That's what you get out of a kid's game. But well, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's, you get fucking s- children. You get salty, man. That's I competition. Know. I actually You get be, pretty salty sometimes. I get salty when I feel like I've been overly wronged. But watching the games they're playing where it's just like you got outskilled, but yeah. then you walk away calling them a no-skill loser, like... That's pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> pretty fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say, Ken? Oh, I don't know. I just want to be blasphemous. I actually, uh, after watching, so I spent basically all day Friday watching Smash, and <laughs> watching the like, of, yeah, and, and um, I actually have come to find out that I actually don't really like watching it. So, what do you mean? I don't know. It just 
the actual enjoyment I get out of watching, I, after a while, I was like, I, it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be. I like playing a lot. You can well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah. Playing is always going to be much more fun. Right? But, I mean, I, of all of us, I am, like, I watch the most sort of, like, competitive things, I think. Mostly I watch sports, like, physical sports. Not that these yeah. sports aren't sports, but I watch a lot of, so, and at, at some point I was just... I think if I were to rate all the things I watched, like I want to have a, I want to watch something competitive, I want to have a good time, I want to get some popcorn, sit down, what I want to watch. I just found that yeah, at least maybe I didn't it was enjoy the, watching them play may, for their playing. Maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe it was something. Maybe it was the wrong matches I was watching, but it just yeah. wasn't as intriguing to me as I had thought it was going to. Since I like Smash so much, I I just like watching competitive games in general, and that's like no, and I like too, but like and obviously I play Dota a lot more, but I would rather watch like Dota or StarCraft over Smash right now. And but that goes for any. Yeah. I, I mean, that even goes for most, like, fighting have games. Have you watched well, I don't Melee? I like watching fighting games. Yeah. You've watched Project M, but have you watched, like, Melee? Like, actually, a little like, bit, not, like, a ton. But Melee's so fast. I, I, oh, yeah. I find it to be a lot more engaging. Because I've watched Smash 4, and I've watched Melee during Sandstorm. Um, and Smash 4 was pretty interesting to watch, but when I watched Melee, Melee's so fast, and there's just, like, such crazy stuff. There's, like, all, like so many stage dives on Melee. So, like, in Melee, like... Particularly, and in all Smash, but but with Melee in particular, gimping people off the stage is like a super big tactic. So like, someone will drop, will die, drop down, and then they just get gimped off the stage. That's and, they pro- die. and that's probably why I do find it annoying sometimes because you don't I, like the gimping and stuff. Like yeah, that. stuff like that. It's it's, it's not like an out and out fight. It's just like yeah, you fell into my trap. Yeah, <laughs> or like I was watching. We're, it was Project M, but they were doing that thing with Marth, and like Mewtwo King was like, I'm playing, and then he there's like a three button combo where you whack someone to the side, and then you can basically just like. Drop him to the ground. Like, like Ken it's combo. A good, Ken combo, baby. Whatever you call, call it. But it's basically like, if you hit this perfect combo, one, it's just the insta-kill. You know? And yeah. it's... That's why it's zero. <laughs> mad, I mean, mad props that you can do that to a person, and you have the skill. I'm sure it's incredibly hard. I'm sure I can never can do it. I'm not saying it's not skillful. But where's but the fun? Right? From a watching, <laughs> from a viewership standpoint, right? Like, I like watching, like, UFC and, like, stuff like that. Like, I for a while, I was... Whenever that was on, I would just I'd find it interesting to watch. But... Some people are like those, like twenty second knockouts. Like yeah, like oh my god, I'm sitting here like, well, that's I not mean, the fight though. That's yeah, like great, like well, fight. great. He, the guy won. It's like it's crazy skill. Like there's one fight. It's like a world championship, and this dude literally goes in. He goes for a punch. The guy grabs his arm, does an arm bar. You know what that is? I, I don't know. Holding your basically, he grabs well, he grabs the arm and then takes both his legs and wraps it around the arm. So this you have some dude like hanging from your arm oh, like this. Okay, yeah. So the hands pushing up, the legs are pushing down. So you basically will break the arm. Unless yeah. the guy, unless you let go, tap out, yeah. and it's one of the. I mean, if you're in an armbar, you're gonna lose. Yeah. So the guy literally punched, went str- like got the guy to the ground, went straight into an armbar. It was like ten seconds, and to do that maneuver is ridiculous. Like to have the flexibility and time for that. But I second, I go, yeah, and I was like, I didn't get anything out of this, and it was over. Like, like there wasn't enough blood. Well, it's not even a blood, but you like you like to see the back and forth. You like to see the like the like the flow through the game. You know, like yeah. this I, this is a match, but whether it's like for me, like football or it's basketball or even baseball, whether it's like StarCraft or if it's like with StarCraft, you can see what they're doing, kind of see what their plan is, and see the execution to it. Yeah, the execution is like rushed, and you're just like. That was not fun. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that is annoying for sure. Well, and Melee is so fast that most matches end in three to four minutes. So yeah. it's like, it's when you, there can it's be just times. Frenetic. It's it just frenetic. It's just the same point. Yeah, but it's, it's almost like not, it, this is the who is better, but it's almost like, in StarCraft, I hate it when people, like, we call it cheesing, right? Yeah. It's when they did shit like Zergling Rush, or they would Photon Cannon your base, or they would, you know, do something really just, like, you won the game, but in reality, it's, 
and it's skillful, but at the same time, it's kind of not skillful. You know what I mean? It's playing to win. It was, sometimes it's, playing it's, to win it's, it's is beyond. Not as yeah, well, it's playing playing to win is it's it's not dirty, but it's it's disingenuous. Yeah, well, you found an easy way to bypass. Like, if, it, I mean, if a person's better, you have something like if it's a real fight. Well, yeah, like for sure. Dude, you could be a martial arts pro. You could be Bruce Lee, but I have a gun. I can beat you, right? Yeah. But I want to respect Bruce Lee's martial art fighting. I don't want to see some dude with a gun knock him down, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what I see when I see these fights. Like, I want to see back and forth. I want to see, like, skills and cat. I want to see all that stuff. When it's something that's like, you fell into my, like, trap donkey punch, like, air combo. <laughs> donkey punch like, air combo. You know, like, I don't know. You just sit and you feel a little cheated. Well, I feel a little cheated. Like you cheated cheated. as a viewer, yeah. As a viewer, I got cheated of, of a really good match. And, like, they have such good skill, you want to see that on display. Yeah. And for it to end so quickly because of... It's not even a glitch, but it's just... It's just, like, the perfect thing to do. But it's, like, if that's the perfect thing to do, it's, like... Count me out. Kind of. That's why I liked watching Smash 4 more than I liked watching Mega Yeah. Because it's slower, and so people have to adjust for being slower and the combos. You still have a lot of stupid shit like that where... Some guy like robs you up the corner and, and you're yeah. dead, but it you have to it seems like you have to work more for it. Then immediately we're just like got it. I, I, like, I, I like grab toss, grab toss, grab toss, smash, jump on the side, smash yeah. you down, <laughs> side beat the egg up beat oh, I'm done. Dude, yeah, like, and then and then the guy as he's coming out of spawning you're just like retard hopping on the ledge to wait out his invulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well, I don't know. For me it's I, I like I like really Competitive games in general, and I like seeing people. I like seeing people play at that, that super super peak high levels. And with Melee in particular, seeing people play at that peak level means that sometimes they're going to do things that yeah, you might get a thirty second match. I mean, a Melee match is only eight minutes long max. Like, and then it K- times can out. only be eight minutes. Yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, it times out. So it's like the most you're going to get is eight minutes of enjoyment, you know. And that and sometimes eight you minutes, get to... but it's also meant to be a one of five game set or something. Or three. Usually, yeah. three. So you mean you'll have technically max of twenty four minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it, I guess it's it's definitely a that's my problem thing. with. Well, it's that's... like watching some people love to watch golf. I couldn't fucking watch golf. Well, that's golf my well. Golf. That's my problem with most fighting. I have the same problem with most fighting games. At some point, at some point in time, in a game, there's just no. Like at at some point, there's there's just no variation because because it is frames. It, you yeah. know, it's it's digital. It's inputs, it's outputs. You can control. You can data mine that stuff. You can like with the shield. You know, losing recovery yeah, okay, frames or whatever. Sorry, yeah. You can do things like that. But they're like even when I was watching Brood War for a while. You know, there's some guys that they play so simple and they have no ingenuity in the way their strategy was, but because they could do it perfectly, they right. they never missed a spot. They never missed a like a, a key. Like they would always mine 100 percent efficiently, just because they were so good at multitasking and just yeah. hitting that at the right time. And there's like a roboticness about that that I don't know, takes lo- away from the sportsmanship. You lose some of the art. I feel like in watching sports, and this includes esports, you lose some of the art in that. And so that's why, for some esports, it's really hard for me to get behind because the best of the best are those that can just a ab- just a robot abuses the right computer. Exactly, it's not an abusing it, but you're basically it's great. They're doing the best that they can do, and it's awesome that they have got to that point and they've honed their skills so well. But it is literally. You can you can do something in a game where you can do the same strategy every single time, win every single time, yeah. because you are just so on point. Because it is the best thing to do, and you have the best whatever timing on that. Like if you can just perfect that every single time, you will never lose. There's no way to stop this person ever. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's harder to attain in other sports. So well, I mean, yeah, you're never gonna. 
Any sport that requires your body to do, right, as your primary means of delivering, like, gameplay is always going to be a variable thing. Because exactly. maybe your leg isn't feeling as the same way it did yesterday when you were practicing or whatever, you know? Like, whereas when all you have to do is use these and these, you know, then you're just like, I'm an insane computer. I mean, it takes, like, it takes a lot of, like, mental strength and stuff to be a competitor like that, obviously, yeah. right? And get that down and not, not choke and all that stuff. So that, uh, you have a mad respect for that. But it's just from a viewership standpoint... I feel like the experience sometimes. Like I, well, it's it's almost you know when you for something like StarCraft for me, if I'm watching like two of the best players go at each other, I feel like I'm just watching Deep Blue play Deep Blue at chess. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> like, true. Yeah, like it's not fun. You're seeing a game happen, and it's cool that people made these things that could do this well or got that skill. But it's just yeah. like. I don't really care who wins anymore because none of this is like fun to watch. It's just like two perfectly crafted armies go, they they die. Two more perfectly crafted armies. <laughs> you know? that, well, that was Brood War to a T, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it, I mean, I actually, as I've been really into like Dota, watching that, like the international's coming up. I'm pretty excited for that. My main thing with that is because it is a five person thing. There's just a lot more variable. It's just a lot easier to screw up. I actually find and, I like watching Dota. And, I hate playing it. But. Yeah, yeah, you don't like. So because it. of that, and well, because there's so many heroes, there's so many variations. I just feel like well, each each match is a different beast. Yes. Now you can tell from the start, like you're gonna stomp, but I feel like there's a little more variation. So like when I go into it, I'm like, all right, good. Versus you know, I could watch this. There's a StarCraft match, and, you know, I was like, I can watch. I forgot his name already. I haven't watched that in a while. But this dude literally would do the same strategy where he would just make three bases, turtle up, have the perfect macro, and then just make a giant death ball and win. You know, and it was like like a proven strategy for a really long time yeah. until Blizzard was like, "This keeps happening. We got to change it." So, twelve workers, man. <laughs> yeah. We'll change it by getting everyone twelve. Well, they're, they're changing we'll it. They're Scott was telling me my friend Sky who was a big Starcraft player for a while. Legacy of the Voids. Legacy of the Voids real different. Well, they were saying that that Blizzard made a huge attempt to stop that. Stop Turtle, the Turtle Tron. Well, to make the game less macro, so <laughs> make even more micro. <laughs> no, well, SC2 is not very more micro. Not very micro. It's more micro than I was ever willing to learn. True. So. Brood War was a lot more micro oh, than yeah. SC2 was. But just to make make it more micro, so you have certain things where it's like almost not impossible, but they're doing things like limits on the minerals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where like on the minerals. so, all, each mineral patch had like sixteen. 1500 and now it's like 750 it, 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 it varies it varies so you the optimal number of workers you need drop from 24 to about 15 or something like that so now you just start pretty much with the optimal number of workers That's well what so what happens is you run out of minerals quicker so you can't stay in a base that long uh, anymore. So you yeah. can't it's you, forcing expansion it's forcing expansion exactly yeah, right. so it's forcing conflict that actually to might be earlier. interesting so instead of like being able to win the game off three bases, like you're gonna run out. Like you, you will have. It's forcing people to fight over resources now because resources are now becoming more rare. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Artificial uh, scarcity. Right? Exactly. There you <laughs> go. Economics. What the fuck? <laughs> so I watched that documentary. I highly recommend it to anybody. It just it builds so much hype. I feel like for me, like I've already I've always liked Smash, but now I have like a new respect for the game in general, and it makes me a lot more hyped to have these meal these melee tournaments we're running. I'm excited. Um, well, the I'm, melee tournaments have been. I've started to want to learn the lingo now. You know, like yeah. I've been going on the Smash subreddit, watching like discussions of people playing, and like how do I combo into this? Whatever. I'm like, yes, yes, I am learning. Yeah, that's, that's my thing too. Is like even just watching the, doc, the documentary. So like one of my favorite things is there is they have a, a rule in the Smash community that's no Johns, and a John is basically there was a player at the beginning of Smash back in the day. 
and his name was John. Just and he com- well, he complained every time he lost. Every time he lost, he had an excuse. He would say, my controller was messed up. I'm tired. I don't feel well. Which is me too, King. But go ahead. Well. No, it's 100% <laughs> me too, King. But go ahead. But, um, but yeah, so, so I mean, it wasn't him, but he is... Well, no, but some, he is, some would argue he's, he's the ultimate the, John. He is the reincarnation of John. Yeah. So it, the it's, second coming of John. So it's funny because you'll hear people in the community, they'll talk about like, oh, like... You know, like, oh, I've got school Johns when they're saying they can't play the game because they have to do schoolwork. And then people will just be like, I know I, I sound like I sound like it's a John, but I swear I'm not Johnny. So they did what we did with Beavins, basically, and just turned a dude's well, name you, into you, a curse have word. You listen to any of the, the Super Best Friends podcasts? They use Johns and Salt all the they time. They do. They say John Salt. Because Willie's, like, big. I mean, he competed at Evo. Yeah. Before. In, in he the got fighting his shit community. raped, but. What's the other one they use? They use a word. I can't they remember. John's and Salt. Or John's and Salt, ones. and then there's one that I had heard them say. Um, oh, so there's so so the the community here in Arizona has a crew called Poop Feast. <laughs> <laughs> but Poop Feast comes from StarCraft because there was a guy who would ask questions during like Q and A sessions with players, and his name was Poop Feast Four Twenty. <laughs> but he always had super interesting questions. Oh, hold on a sec. Didn't wasn't Poop Feast in your guys' comic once? Yes, yeah, that's where I got that from. <laughs> oh, that was my that was you... my nickname in COD in my comic. Yeah, in the comic that we did, I was like, there was a comic that that was like Alex like leaves for the day, or no, Alex is going to per- bed or something. It was like the first yeah. panel. I was like, man, fuck COD. It's so dumb and stupid. It's for bros. And Alex was like, whatever. I'm going to bed. And the next panel, I like put it on a backwards hat, and it's like, this is Poop Feast 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what okay, I, I thought you had made that up. No, okay. I'm not that smart. I'm not that, that creative. <laughs> poop Feast. Oh, Poop Feast. So yeah, there's a crew here in Arizona called Poop Feast. <laughs> they're one of, and they're the top AZ crew, apparently. Jesus Christ. And they used to do these things um, in Smash. They don't do them as much anymore, but I'm, I'm thinking about maybe trying to do a small revival of them. They used to do crew battles. Where they would have like the best players from the West Coast and the best players from the East Coast because there was a massive East Coast West Coast rivalry. Um, Just like rap, pretty much. <laughs> Except like the East Coast is like all of the you know the gangsta players. And the West Coast is all the Asian and white players who were told, like, this is the energy. So, just guys. like rap. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, like, they had, like, this big rivalry, and they would do these things called crew battles, where you have anyone from your crew can play, but each crew gets 40 stocks. So, like, two people will play each other. And let's say that, like, one, one crew, like, the first match, um, like, the West Coast crew, crew loses, the, the, their player loses two lives, but beats the other guy. So, then you have, that, that crew has two more stocks in their pool. And the next guy comes around and he's got a fresh four lives, but that crew only has 36 lives, where the other crew has 38. And it just goes just a whole attrition down. battle. Yeah, it's like an attrition battle. And it's um, and it was, that was super interesting. It would get really hardcore, because pride is a big thing in Smash. Like, money is becoming more of a thing now, but it, Smash was always about the pride. It was just about who's the best player. And Just uh, like rap. <laughs> just like rap. <laughs> <laughs> Smash is basically rap. Yep. So anyway, so yeah, I watched that. That was really interesting, and I've been watching Daredevil. Uh, and Did it get any better? I, yes, it does. After like the fourth episode, when they introduced was Wilson Fisk. I mean, you've heard it all over the place, but they did a really good job with Wilson Fisk, and it it kicks off Kingpin, the Kingpin, yeah, yeah, yeah it kicks. He's off He's like that hard. faggoty guy. I really hate looking. It, oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, they, you hate him. He's like the oh, he's like the stupid retard guy in all the movies that. Oh. Show me a picture. I'm, I'm like blanking. I'll what... never watch Daredevil. So I, you should give it a look. I don't like Daredevil. 
you don't you don't like what you've seen of Daredevil so far, but this is no, the I new don't Daredevil. Like Daredevil. Yeah, oh, that's not Daredevil. him. Never mind. Yeah. Wait, who's that guy's fine. That guy's from SVU. What's the show all of the guys from Daredevil? I saw a picture of this earlier. He's like the guy that plays like Billiard. Oh, jeez. Billiard face. There is Fox That Young. guy, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he looks kind of dumb. No, no, click on him. Try to get some like real photos of him when he's like fat and stuff. He is fat. That's what he oh, looks like. Oh, well, can like even when he's more fat? This guy? Oh, no, no, that's not. This maybe I thought it was a different guy. But it's him as a little kid, apparently. I'm thinking that maybe I was thinking someone different. Anyways, you hate some guy because the way he looks. Yes, yes. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. No, it was the character. Yes, there is. <laughs> it was the character he played. So, ah, anyways, yeah, Daredevil is is getting very good, and after like episode four, it kicks off and it gets very interesting. They're losing so, their showrunner. Yeah, I know they're like changing with for the second season. He, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Is Daredevil a Netflix thing? Yeah. Yes. Netflix only. Another reason for you to watch it. If you no. truly are a Netflix supporter, Addison No, Baldwin. I won't support their misguided endeavors to revive shit superheroes. <laughs> if that had been Martian Manhunter or anyone Martian cool, Man, Many would uh, would contend that Martian Manhunter is a far shittier superhero than Daredevil. <laughs> In fact, you know what? Let's we What they should do is make a series Martian Manhunter vs. Daredevil. <laughs> then we'll see. The ultimate crossover. Written by Addison Waldo. Probably. Then probably we'll see who's better. It's probably a comic. <laughs> no, there isn't. They're two. I just, one of them. I never got behind DC. I never got comic. behind Daredevil because he just seemed like a more retarded Batman to me. He was, he was Marvel. He was Marvel's version of Batman, and Batman was always cooler. So I just yeah. have an irrational dislike of not dislike, but just like whatever Daredevil. As much as you try, you're I mean, no, you're no, ba- you're no Batman in my head. Of being Marvel, but he's not. A good reflection. Of See, I like the. I, I still like DC more I know, than Marvel. You're the black sheep. That's okay. You are, yeah. <laughs> no, we, me and Steve. I don't know if we you listened to the, the last podcast, that, the one where you left in the middle, but last we Sunday. talked a little bit about it. I mean, DC, like, they just don't have compelling characters. I don't think it's a lack of compelling. I just you don't think like that Batman. Marvel. He's their only compelling character. I don't know. I just think the Marvel characters are more like. I feel. I guess I feel like more people are exposed to them now, so it makes well, a lot no, more sense. I mean, but I mean, but I'm even, thinking from my childhood uh, when it was like as watching as Justice League versus Spider Man. I would always pick Spider Man because Justice League is like two people who are cool, and then two women that suck, and a couple of guys I don't care about. Like I don't want to watch that. All their villains are dumb. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, I think it's the opposite. I think that DC has way better villains. I think that's the problem with Marvel is all their villains are stupid. Their heroes, I can see what you're saying with the I heroes. I see that argument. But the, like, like Lex Luthor, the Joker, like Brainiac. Uh, see, I, I never liked... Darkseid. Like, I liked Lex Luthor, but that's pretty much... All that. of those guys are way... Like, I mean, who on the Marvel well, Dark side... Darkseid is just like Thanos or whatever. They're the same fucking thing. They're pretty similar, yeah. Well, you know, know even if you throw that out, but like, I mean, the the, the worst the, the worst villain I could think of in the Marvel side... The, Electro. Yes, Electro is totally the worst guy. Really is Magneto. Spider-Man's fucking suck. Magneto, to me, has got the... He's the most interesting villain. Bad villain, yeah, but like, well, because uh, he is also like one of the coolest just characters. Exactly, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, but like, yeah, all Spider Man's like Lizard Man and Rhino. Well, yeah, and, all Spider Man's enemies are just 
animal. Animal. Like, exactly. Right, That's what I'm saying. And it's not that it's something bad, but like, even like Winter Soldier is like red face dude. <laughs> red Skull. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Hydra. I don't well, know. But it, then Captain America is not a good character either. Okay. Well, then I. Well, he's a lot more interesting in the context. He's, they a, he's not like. See, I like in now. This obviously has always had a fall. I actually think Captain America is my one of my favorite That's Marvel characters. That's what you said before, yeah. But then, like, even, like, Iron Man's, like, bad guys. Like, in all three of the Iron Man movies, <laughs> well, one is Obadiah Stainless's partner. Who sucks. A <laughs> the other guy is a, a, a Russian dude who likes parrots. Who's fairly interesting. Oh, oh, oh really? <laughs> a Russian guy who okay. likes parrots. In, interesting, but... And, Double and then, in the, in the yeah. side And the side bad guy was, like, the nerdy businessman who didn't know anything. That was yeah. the side business. Well, he, he was you mean the comic relief bad guy. Whatever. And then, then the last bad guy was just, I blow myself up bad guy. Yeah, regenerative I powers. Regenerative. I literally remembered nothing about and, Iron Man three. Yeah, I that's, that's what I'm saying. So I think I I think what actually makes DC a lot better is like all the villains are really good. So I feel like you've got because the villains are so strong in the DC universe, it makes for like an evenness. Like I get what you're saying with Superman. So what, what you're saying we should do is Spider Man versus the Joker. Yes, <laughs> please. Okay, that would be awesome. Like, would that, that not be awesome? Well, be well the thing is, that would be interesting because imagine Spider Man. I mean, I don't know how many of his like the Joker. The thing with the Joker is he's a um, homicidal maniac. Well, no, what I'm Spider Man has not really had to deal with like, those kinds of characters. Take the the strength strength of you know Mar- select few or whatever of the Marvel heroes, yeah. and then take the strength of the DC villains, put them together. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like imagine if Spider Man met a well, and Spider Man has some villains that I mean, Carnage. He's a cannibal. He eats. People. Yeah, but he's a he's a monster. and he's also yeah. a homicidal maniac. He's a symbiote yeah, that bonds true. with a serial killer. Yeah. Like, and those were the, in my opinion, the, and those are the more those are exactly villains. those are the best. Well, those are the <laughs> best. Those are the best Spider-Man like comics episodes are the ones where he has to fight Spider-Man Carnage and Venom because yeah. they are so. The, the Norman Osborn death. in Ultimate Spider-Man is very compelling and, and interesting. The way that they do the Green Goblin in, in Ultimate Spider-Man, Green Goblin so will never be good villain well, to me. In, it's just in, the fact that he's called the Green Goblin, you've lost me already. Well, the way that they had him originally where he like dressed up in kind of a goofy outfit or whatever, or yes. even in Spider-Man in Spider-Man in two, from 2000 when he uh, What's the laser board flying Yeah, back? he flies around on a laser board. But the way they do it in Ultimate Spider-Man is that he injects himself with the Oz formula and transforms into a monster. Okay, and so that's, it's in, instead of just injecting himself with super soldier serum and then putting a suit on. Yeah, no, he becomes an actual monster. He's like seven feet so tall. He's, he's actually man, green. No, because he's... No, Lizard Man was... He was uh, That's the same story as Lizard Man in the new Spider-Man movies. Where the guy... Yeah, Lizard like, Man was helping Dr. Oz, Oz, yeah. <laughs> but Norman Osborn retains his intellect when he becomes this massive he, monstrous he re- creature. He retains his, like... Persona. Yeah. Instead of just becoming, exactly. Instead like, of becoming yeah. a monster, he becomes yeah. he. You know, like there's like these, but he's insane. So like he has these things. Like they show in the comics with the final battle between um, between him and Spider Man. Like they show what it's like in his mind, and he has all these fan, phantoms that speak to him. They're like he doesn't know about the circles, Norman. And he's like, yes, the well, circles. He must learn. That's the thing, though. Is that is literally. Sans the transformation, like the physical one, that is uh, Green Goblin from the Tobey Maguire movies. That's true, yeah. It's the same exact thing. And he did technically have a physical transformation because he became super ripped and strong. <laughs> he just yeah. didn't become seven foot tall Hulk. Yeah, you know? but then he could change. He would return to normal Norman Osborn and then would change himself. He would force himself to change mm-hmm. into the Green Goblin. I don't know. I always found it to be interesting, but I can see what you're saying with the the... Like Marvel has compelling heroes because they're they're the relatable, they're they're 
fairly realistic. Like, with Iron Man, you could believe that someday, within the next 50, maybe 100 years, someone could build an Iron Man suit somehow. Thor, that you can't really believe that'll ever happen. Well, there's... I think but Thor's Marvel. That's nothing, what I'm saying, but, no. but I'm saying that they're not entirely realistic. Yeah, I think it's nothing to do oh, with, Oh, yeah, like, like, the bad guys... Well, well, go ahead. No, keep going. Well, I, I just... I don't think it's anything to do with realistic or not. It's... There's something about the way that, like, the characters comport themselves. Because, I mean, for me, when I watched... Like, my exposure to DC has been almost universally Justice League, right? And right. the people contained therein. So, you have... The superpowered god alien who has a weakness to green fairy dust, which is the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard, but whatever. I just don't think he should have a weakness, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Batman, I've never liked just because everyone else likes him and has never given me a compelling reason. I pretty much just like Flash and Martian Manhunter, and I really like them. Like, if if all of DC was just Flash and Martian Manhunter, I'd be very happy. Well, see, like, I like, like, Flash, I think, is a great character. He's not an asshole. I really really like Green Lantern. I think they did a bad job in displaying in the movies, but, like, the Green Lantern is actually, like, I think the concept of it is actually a really great idea. Well, that's, that's what I was telling Steve. About, it's yeah. like, I don't like Green Lantern, but I love the idea of the Lantern Core. Like, that's yeah. really fucking sweet. <laughs> Just stuff like that I thought was really interesting. I, personally, like, I can understand why people don't like Superman. And I think Superman is a, one of those characters that has to be done really well, because he is invincible, and so it's really hard to get behind a man that has no flaws. But... Gotcha. Got <laughs> but I think also because Superman's got so strong, his villains are, villains are really strong too. But I, I can I can get Superman. I can get Superman. I mean, he was made originally as a you know they originally wrote Superman like exactly Panda. right. <laughs> yeah. So I can get that. Batman's obviously just awesome. I like. I mean, massive a lot. You know, I like that idea. I just if I want to have a billionaire guy who's super smart and has a suit, Iron Man yeah. over Batman one hundred percent of the time. I like the yeah. world Batman lives in. Like, the idea of Gotham being this perennial shithole that never is going to get fixed means that you'll always have a Batman. I think one, I think that's kind of what Batman's about. Like, it's not just about Batman being super, like, tons of money. and It's it's kind of like that world he lives in, almost. That's that's what, that's what for me, versus, like, Batman versus Tony Stark. It's like, yeah, they're both badass, and Tony Stark's, like, wittier and funnier, and he's got the cool suit. But I just think that the realm of Batman and just that mentality of the world he lives in is just really deep, and I like that. I think, like, his... The depth of his character is just a little bit more than Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean, I'll, the, the, I'll give props, props to Batman for that. Just yeah, the, the, the actual and it also like, spawns Bruce Wayne character. Batman, yeah, Bruce Wayne himself is like totally droll. Yeah, but even just like all the bad guys of the Batman world to spawn, like the That's Joker, Two Face. I Harley don't Quinn, like Harley a Quinn. lot of the, ba- of the like. I like the Superman Ooh. enemies. And that's pretty much it, because that's all that I know aside from Batman. Like, I could not name a single Flash enemy, couldn't name a single Martian. There's but that, reverse Flash. But that's, but that's all... There's exactly. reverse Flash. Exactly. Yeah. But that... You call yourself a Flash man. <laughs> That might be because of exposure. Like, I could... Yeah, before I mean, Thor... Like, I could name Thor... Like, Thor is basically Superman. Well, Thor... Yeah, I mean... He can't like, without fly the weakness. Himself. He only can fly by his helicopter hammer. But yeah. <laughs> okay, but like... <laughs> The one that is always with him at all times that can never be destroyed it can the always be called to him. The fact that Thor's flight is literally he just swings his hammer so hard that <laughs> yeah. it's about to fly away and he just holds on and just straight <laughs> away with it. It's so dumb. Oh my crap. But you know Thor is basically like Superman. He's He's a god. Well, but he's, he's literally yeah, a god. That's the thing, though, is he's a god versus an alien who's sun-powered, solar-powered aliens. And, like, well, you know, but... I actually don't like Thor. I think he's the weakest character, aside from Captain America, who I just don't like, period. Like, he's so out of place, Captain America is. You've got Super Suit Guy, you've got the Hulk, you've got 
uh, Thor, who's a god, and then you have a dude who's like, I'm kind of strong and I run fast. America! Well, you got, <laughs> I mean, I actually read this somewhere. There, That was one of their goals was to soup up Captain America because he actually, in the comics, he's actually just as powerful as all the other people are. Yeah, well, he, and, he fucking is. And to be honest, it's more, it's more about his, like, personality and his brains too um, obviously his body is just like super crazy ridiculous well, a tactical but, master warrior. yeah but you don't you didn't you didn't really see that because yeah he's just like a normal dude with a shield but like i guess they're gonna try to have him do more crazy stunts and stuff like in captain america 2 where he's destroying helicopters by himself yeah, yeah but um, with the motorcycle like, yeah no when I know. you're against flying laser moped guys yeah no, the I black do. hole and you're just like i've got a shield <laughs> But even, like, Thor, like, I couldn't have named, like, any Thor bad guy. Well, no, you can name every Thor bad guy if you know anything about mythology. That's true. Because it's just what Thor is, just his story from the Volsunga. Like, well, same thing no with like difference. Captain America. I didn't know any of like, until Marvel. Yeah, until I, yeah, I didn't even know who I didn't even know who the Winter Soldier was until that movie. Yeah. And see, that's, who becomes a good guy at some point? Bucky Rogers. He actually in the in the comics are somewhere that he actually replaces Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, dies. he eventually. Well, I mean, all of those America. actual human heroes. You know, Hal Jordan gets replaced or whatever. They all. Well, that's my that's my thing with comics too. It's just. The whole like restart, stop restart stuff where you have so yeah. many divergent storylines. Recanon, like yeah, I've got my White Spider Man, my Peter Parker, and then he's got like Mary Jane, but there's other Peter Parker that loves like the Emma Watts or the Emma Stone, Stone one, yeah, the Gwen Stacy. Yeah, then you've got like African American Peter Parker in space, and you've got like <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker, in and then, then you got like Hispanic <laughs> Peter Hispanic Parker, Hood Spider-Man. yeah. <laughs> There's only one of, of those stoners together. Uh, it's Miles Morales to have black half Miles Morales. Oh, whatever. Miles Spider-Man in space. There was, there was, Sounds like Marvel to me. I'm just saying, there was one. There was a show, it was on TV for a while, where it was Spider-Man in space, where he, like, the Spider-Man, he gets stuck. No, no. Like, Carnage Carnage and, and Venom oh, hijack space. No, no. They hijack a rocket. To get back to space, and Spider-Man is fighting them and gets stuck on the rocket, and so they <laughs> land. It's the, just like hanging on, like oh no, shit. it literally is like that. And the Yanks on, oh, they're launching the air, and somehow he like is able to like web himself onto this fuselage, <laughs> yeah, it. and he survives. And then he's like in space, and they land, like they go through like a wormhole where like Carnage came from, yeah. and there's like this. Like this post-apocalyptic downtrodden society where like the, the Carnage people rule, rule yeah. the world, and like Peter Parker lands in there, and he like, has to like rebuild like like rebellion society as they try to like rebel against the symbiotic overminds, and he's like from Earth, and he's like all at the same time trying to find another spaceship to get back to Earth. Like that was a TV American Spider-Man this was a TV show. That was a TV show. Oh, the thing God. is, that actually happens in the comics. Yeah. Like you, they you get not, to not the black to... part of it, but I'm just saying they you know. Well, they made a black lantern, and there's a white lantern, and there's you know, <laughs> black green lantern, yeah, white green lantern. I don't know. They just that always bothered me about comics because I like following one it's hero hard to follow and just have like one guy can fuck, and then it's like I don't want to know brain banks like Bane broke Batman's back, and then they have this whole thing where they kill all the heroes off, and then in DC like their big world thing was Darkest Night, so then they have the black ring bring everybody back. Yeah, and then so then you got like super zombie Superman versus like Green Lantern versus like zombie Batman, and then zombie Batman they don't know zombie Batman's really zombie Batman. He acts like normal Batman, so normal Batman goes and kills like fake Hawk Girl, and then he's like I'm zombie Hawk Girl now. I don't know. It was just that's a Wikipedia article that I'm quoting from, literally. And I just I don't know. For me, like I would love to be able to go and just read every comic ever, 
But there's such a huge corpus of comic knowledge now that there's no chance I'll ever... It's yeah. hard to get into, I mean, I sure. thought about, like, you know, because I have every... I think I have... At one point, I had a uh, procured every Batman comic Because they're out of the bag, so... Every, every Batman comic ever made. And I was like, I'd love to read all these, but there's so many. There's, like, 700 of them. And, there's, and they all have different and branches, too. it takes you, too. like, 15 minutes to read one of them if you stop and enjoy the Yeah, but the 700 arc. times 15. Yeah. Yeah, well, getting into it, but then it's like... You get into it, but then there's other branches, and then they have, and they have, they have multiple branches side by side at different canon. So it gets really confusing because, like, in this version, Robin's a little boy. And in this version, Robin's a grown man. Yeah. You know? And then in this version... In this version, Robin is now bad. Nighthawk. Yeah. And there's one that was Nighthawk. Exactly. And in this version, he's now a robot that transforms into a bat that flies outer space. I'm just well, saying. And, and, gonna... and so much of it relies on, like, cross-pollination between other heroes, too, right? Like, you're reading Batman's story and suddenly someone else shows up and you're like, where the fuck did you come from and where are you going? I better start reading this other comic line. That, well, you have, se- get you, you have separates. You yeah, you have separates. It makes it impossible to Well, it's like, you've got the guy that made Batman and you got a separate writer writes Batman versus Superman. Like, a separate writer, there's a guy that wrote Batman, guy that wrote Superman, and then the guy that wrote Batman versus Superman. Like, they're all three separate people and yeah. so they all have their different views on, like, how the superheroes need to act and stuff. And then even DC just was straight up like, we're just going to restart it. Like the new 42, I think is what it's called. Or is that Marvel? The new 52. They literally were just like, Marvel wipe. did Marvel like relaunch or something. They didn't, like they Mar- they've both done it where they just literally were like, okay, everything is too fucking convoluted. Yes. Reset. All right, but the go. thing is, give it 10 years, it's a, it'll be oh, yeah. the same. Well, reset it well they didn't, I mean, they always, and DC in particular has to do this. They, they get, their continuities get so complex that they have to reset their continuities. That's what, um, Infinite Crisis was. Marvel's yeah. Infinite Crisis. No. I thought that was for the Infinity Gauntlet. And the there's gems. the Infinity... Maybe it's not... Uh, let's see. DCU World Reset. Is it Infinite Crisis or is it the Respect device? <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Respect. Convergence. Um, just do DC... Continuity. I just, I just wish DC had the good, like... The same film quality and kind of central planning well, that Marvel they did. They do now. Crisis just... on no Infinite Crisis was was DC and the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh and then God. what happened with those was they had they would have there was a point especially like back in the seventies and eighties like had, forty Spider Man yeah or, or, or the, like forty, 40 like, Batman's 30, 30 Superman <laughs> and they were all on like Earth One Earth Two Earth, <laughs> Earth X and so yeah. they went, and they Future, had all of them come together Earth. and then like. Spider Superman twenty five kills Superman five, and then Superman three kills Superman five, and that now Superman three is the only Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I no, just, but Marvel is not immune to that either. No, they're not. They They've have, only done they it a couple do. times, but yeah. well, they all do all the stuff. I don't know. It just, I just wish that Mar- I would rather see them both be really strong at the same time because that way you just have both. Like I don't see the I've never been a big like fanboy you know like Xbox versus Playstation like I just want everything to be good like why yeah. you know, why does one need to just have one. them all good so I settle for a half when you can have the whole I get like yeah. they're doing it but I feel like I feel like Superman well, is really bad taking their time well hopefully sure. they're doing it good now but I just feel like their first wave Man of Steel I think is I'll still say I think it was fine aside from the stupid shit that's just like I don't I just, don't stop the tornado that you could stop and let your father die yeah you know? I, <laughs> like, I just don't I don't know. Maybe it's Zack Snyder. I think he's been the guy that's done most of the stuff. Yeah, and they're not. Well, did he do Green Lantern too? No, no. Well, he Zack Snyder. Then there's only not most of the stuff. There's the one DC movie that's coming. I guess I don't like his movies. But his but vision he, is informing the rest of the DC. Yeah, like, he's um, doing the. So new we're just gonna get another three hundred. 
basically. hyphen three, the Batman inning. Yeah. Well, and then, and then he has you know. Um, I just feel like like the Zero Superman was as strong as it could have been. Like Green Lantern, which is totally botched. Well, I, I actually, need to redo I actually thought it was like a so-so. Like it, for me, who likes Green Lantern, it was, uh, this it was is an the okay movie. Opinion between three. It was an okay movie. Okay movie. It was okay movie, but. It's, it's just not gonna for the masses, the exactly. And then, obviously, they did the whole weird thing with Batman, where, like, Christopher Nolan just did his own thing. Yeah, Christopher Nolan made sure that there won't ever be another good Batman movie, pretty much, so <laughs> for it's, a it's, long So time. it's tough, because if that's not being incorporated in the universe, they've got these stagnant, you know, I don't know. Well, so here we have... So, let's, yeah, I just pulled up the list, so, like, you have Batman v Superman, so we've had Superman, Man of Steel is the first one. Yep. And then Batman v Superman, Superman Dawn of Justice comes out in 2016. Then Suicide Squad comes out. Oh, that, that's going to be such a bad movie. Yeah, that same... Um, it depends. I, I, Suicide, Suicide Squad could be interesting. The people that they have in there... I mean, they got Will Smith, so that they have that. But that... I, I, Smith, it's not that great of I feel, I've, I feel like Suicide Squad could be the Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's kind of an offshoot. No one's yeah. really heard of it, but it's about... It depends... You know. Well, I hope they do the the rad idea where the government's just like to commute your sentences. We're gonna have you like crazy supervillains be antiheroes instead. That's why it. I think that's what they're doing. And we talked about um, earlier about uh, Jared Leto, and you don't really like how he looks. Well, the way he, he looks, looks is cool. fucking stupid. It's it is fucking stupid. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. It I looks I, like a prison. I think he's I prefer be- the suit. Joker, the sophisticated yeah. joke, like as sophisticated Joker can be, but the sophisticated Joker over like I'm a criminal, like prison. Yeah, junkie. make him look ratty like Heath Ledger did. Like that's the joke. But that's probably why they're yeah. trying to not do that. Is they I don't know, want but to why do they, they go into making ground. him some emo tattoo retard? Yeah. yeah. So Suicide Squad's 2016. Wonder Woman Ugh. is 2017. Um, which I'll be very interested to see what they're going to do with. Yeah, that. but her whole she's just an Amazon. What is there to tell about her story? <laughs> well, Thor is a Greek... He's a god. What's there to tell about but, his story? But, but, but like, uh, Nordic mythology, like, people have familiarity with that. How many people know what Themyscira is? Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying it's that premise of, like... Story-wise, it's kind of a blank slate. I mean, like, I'll be, I'll Iron, be Man, Iron Man was great because like Robert Downey Jr. really period, pushed... So. Yeah. Well, they really put Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man's got a great personality, and you can really... Same thing with, like, Batman, but... <sighs> The Green Lantern reboot is in 2020? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why are they doing that? Because it takes a while to make these movies. Aquaman? I, he's kind of the one guy that's always been sort of... Yeah, well, so, me. okay, here, All we right. can already see who's going to be in Justice League Part 1. Only Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, which, to me, I feel like is... Get rid of Wonder Woman. Idea. Idea. I, I think that's, no, I think that's a good idea. To not have the full cast there already? I, I don't to know. To take it nice and slow? I don't know. I Until you have those... If you don't introduce all the characters first, I feel like then you ha- you give them not enough exposition. Exactly. To I to be honest, I think the problem with and I'm hearing that a lot about the new Avengers is that there's too many characters in the movie, and it's hard for each of them to get the badass. They need to get rid of Black Widow and fucking no. Don't you get rid of Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. She's yeah. too yeah. hot. She no. needs to stay. I don't care about Scarlett Johansson. I care about Black Widow, who is not a compelling character. I care about. I think if you get the Archer Black Widow guy, her own who movie, is not she'd be very no. interesting. Ugh. Hawkeye, bleh, whatever. But honestly, I think Black Widow. Honestly, Black Widow, like Black Widow, would just be like the born identity. Who just yes. be so? What's interesting that about movie? that? You've seen that movie already. I have not I seen know. that movie. So you've not seen. Really, so I've seen the first one a long time ago. I haven't seen the other. Then you have seen. It, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just like watching Scarlet Train. So I, th- I think if you just have those three heroes, and then if you can introduce the world and those make this really strong, and then maybe they make cameos in the show so that you can like introduce them. Like that segues in. The, they're doing it the reverse. Marvel did all the individual movies and then put them together. 
it almost seems like DC is doing a movie of the Justice League and then introducing that world and then being like, hey, now you know about the world a little bit. And my guess is they'll probably have like cameos of the other yeah, heroes. Yeah, but they won't try it. Right. They, they, won't, the they won't be the main. Get your, they won't be primacy in there. And yeah. then, but you'll know about them. And then, yeah. we'll see. Well, yeah. but look at the roster. They're, they're, they're being very diverse, right? Because we got Suicide Squad, which is multiple people. I think it's like six people from Five the Wikipedia yeah. article. Yeah. Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, Cyborg, Green Lantern. You're going to have <laughs> more people than Marvel does. And well, Marvel's Marvel, people. Marvel, well, Marvel right now is... is the tally I've seen from Age of Ultron, they have eight heroes in there right now. You've got the five, the five Avengers, Vision, and, and the then you've got Vision, and then you've got Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch. Are they? I don't think they're going to stick around though. Not after this, but they're going to be in the movie as. Heroes. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like primary cast. That's true. Right? That's a lot. Like we've got five people. Still wouldn't mind seeing Black Widow and Hawkeye disappear. Since they're not superheroes, <laughs> but. Um, well, I mean, how are they? How do they fit in at all? If if people have an issue with Captain America fitting in, which you do, I do because he's not a superhero. He is a superhero. He's he not super a strength. superhero. He has super strength. He has super strength. He can't do anything else though. That's he's not enough. Super for me. fast. He has super strength. <laughs> he can't fly. He can't do anything like that. He, like, can jump he doesn't super have supernatural far. powers or a suit. Okay, just, that's not good enough for me. But regardless, they're just normal people. One of them is like. I am Robin Hood, and the other one is like, I'm a female spy. I think that I think that that makes them interesting because they're ordinary people in an extra. Well, but I think that's the only reason that they're there, and that's not compelling enough to me. But that's I mean that's not to include like Scarlett Nick Johansson Nick, is compelling enough. That's not to include Nick Fury always. and Colston and the, well, he's the person that how much your mother. I know I'm just saying those people oh, as they're also that you can almost wrap them into another character in the show, right? The, yeah, but the they're, they're generally people who exist primarily to just like. A bad thing happened to them, and now the Avengers. Have I to know, do but, but, but they like play. They get enough screen time where they yeah, almost constitute another character. But 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 so say six characters for Avengers. There's seven on this list just here, and they're all primary people in the Justice League. I'm just. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I don't thing. think Shazam I, is a Justice Shazam or Cyborg. Even if he's well, Cyborg was in like Teen Titans. And I'm just saying they may not the be. They may Justice not. Leagues. They may not but, be in Justice League. Just as Ant Man isn't in. Christ well, Ant Man's not in Avengers yet because he, he will has, be he in the third one. Well, but, that, but that's what I'm saying with the yeah. yeah. Well, no, but that's uh, so we can see in between Justice League Part One and Part Two, they'll be filling out the roster completely, right? Yes, yeah. Martian Manhunter's not in there. Well, they, you can't make him because he's just Doctor Manhattan. Like, what do you? How do you have him be interesting in the context of having other people there? Like, well, is he Doctor Manhattan? Does he have the same kind of powers that? Not even close. No, no one is Doctor Manhattan. What I mean is that he's that person that's like completely Superman. unrelatable, and you couldn't like, you, unless the story's about him. Right? Like, yeah. he's not going to be interesting in the context of these other people. Maybe he's except in, to me. And they, the, but he's like crazy. He'll literally just be the dude who's at the computer in the tower, and they'll you'll get a cameo shot, and then never see him again. So, yeah, which I'm okay with because he's still the best. But <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, so then there's, so as we already said, the Flash, Aquaman, Shazam. Shazam! Uh, who will be The Rock. The Rock will be Shazam. Is he really? The Rock is playing Shazam. That's kind of awesome. Isn't Shazam like another god character kind of thing? I remember him being super strong despite having a stupid name. I don't know. I think so. All I remember is that he would just say Shazam whenever he beat somebody. Yeah, he, well, well he I says thought... Shazam to turn into Shazam. Yeah, and He's I like thought... A I mean, was like... that the guy Shaq played? No, that was... 
You mean Sinbad? No, but he did play somebody. Shaq, wasn't Shaq played some kind of like genie, genie like was that Shazam? That was like he said some kind of phrase like Shazam, Kazam, like, Kazam. I don't know. I think it was Kazam. I actually think it might have been Shazam, but with two A's or something. Shaq. <laughs> yep. Kazam. Kazam. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. One and a half stars. One and a half stars. <laughs> it was really I cool. remember this movie when it was on. It was, he was like a genie. Yeah, he was like, Kazam. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm shocked with my super low voice. Hey, Kazam. I'm so tall. I have a top hat on in this picture. <laughs> Shazam is a name that has been used by Captain Marvel. Yeah. I hope they bring the Marvel in female Captain. I think they are bringing in female Captain Marvel. Mrs. Marvel or whatever. No, she's just she's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. She's the director of Shield in the Ultimates universe, and uh, she's super hot. <laughs> and she's she's very she's. Well, she just have Scarlett Johansson play her too. We'll call it a day. No, she's so why would they call life. him Shazam and not Captain Marvel? Then that doesn't make any sense. I mean, he goes from being Captain Marvel to being Shazam. But wait, so there's a Shazam Marvel and a Shazam DC. No, Captain Marvel is a DC character. Oh. His name is just Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But who's, wait, wait Captain Marvel is in the Marvel Universe, too, though. So there's a Captain Marvel in both universes? I think, yeah, Captain... Well, he's... No, so Shazam was... There's, there's Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel in DC. Fawcett, well, so there's Fawcett Comics had uh, Captain Marvel, and then he got to be in both. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's a bridge character. So they he just a bridge character. So they yeah. just changed him into Shazam so that no one would be confused. Probably. Well, and so let's take a look at DC Shazam abilities. Magical lightning. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Is he static shock? No, just here. <laughs> no, hold on. First of all, superior replacement. Second of all, I'm going to read these abilities and I don't think you guys will throw up as much as me, but this is so stupid. Okay. Magical Lightning bestows the wisdom of Solomon, a genius level intellect, <laughs> the strength of Hercules, superhuman strength, the stamina of Atlas, <laughs> superhuman stamina, the power of Zeus, control over and emission of magical electrical lightning as a weapon or forecasting spells. The courage of Achilles, unlimited courage. <laughs> that's unlimited courage. Of mind. <laughs> it's a power. It's a, for super, it's a superpower. The speed of Mercury, superhuman speed, immortality, physical and magically wonderful near invulnerability. Magically and wonderful. Flight. That's what it says. So he's literally the strongest person in the world. Like he doesn't seem to have. There's nothing listed here as weaknesses. Just strengths. So how do you, I mean, what, Superman is a bitch compared to Shazam. Apparently. I guess so. <sighs> Man, we've, we've spent zero time on precisely the news, on yeah, the docket and yes, one have. and a half hours on everything else. That's so. okay, though. Yeah. That's all right. Well, we're Look going off the picture, reservations today. The this is old. Yeah. That's this is a, a painting, apparently. Yep. I, oh, yeah, my God. Alex Ross. He looks like the guy from The Incredibles. Well, yeah, he's... How do you beat him? <laughs> and yeah, the go, go up. Did you see the acronym? The reason he's called Shazam is because he has those things. What Go things? up a little further. Hang on, I can't see it. Shazam. Oh, Solomon, Solomon Hercules, Atlas, Atlas Zeus, Zeus, Achilles, wow. and Shazam! I didn't... Oh my god. Jesus Christ. So how does he... So here, yeah, look right here. Cultural Impact, 7.1, Captain Marvel versus Superman in fiction. I want to see what this has to say. Captain Marvel's adventures have contributed to, let's see, blah, blah, blah. The most notable contribution is regularly to Superman and Captain Marvel as adversaries. 
Why would they be... The two are often portrayed as equally matched, and while Marvel does not possess Superman's heat vision, x-ray, or breath powers, the magic-based nature of his own powers are a weakness for Superman. Yeah. Superman's like... I mean, Shazam is... Literally should just be better than Superman. Super duper man. (laughs) (laughs) Oink, oink, but oink. Yeah, so I guess Superman is weak to Captain Marvel's powers because they're magical in nature and not natural. Not just physical. Well, yeah, because, I mean, his whole... The only reason Superman's strong is because of his, like, weird Kryptonian reaction to sunlight, right? Yeah. And that just makes him physically strong. And most of the enemies that he faces are people he's slugging it out with. That's true. Come again, up against magic, like, I'm sure if he gets electrocuted, it hurts just as much. <laughs> or, it's like, affects him the same. Yeah. But it's... I don't know, like... Why would you even bring him out of the woodwork, right? Like, what what equivalence is there in Marvel for that? I have no idea. I don't think there is one. So Maybe, we'll like, see. Shazam will duke it out with Superman because they'll have differing ideologies but with similar powers. Well, certainly. I mean, either that or he's, like, a check for Superman, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if Batman v Superman, we still don't know anything about the story because yeah. it could be Superman's just, like, I also love and hate humans at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted past. Like, <laughs> I've temporarily gone insane. Shazam <laughs> yeah. will save you. The Rock. Shazam. <laughs> Marvel. Okay. So, all right. Well, we've gone thoroughly off the reservation today. Yeah. So, do we... I mean, we haven't spent any time... We, we might have some time to get into the news. It's 6 well, o'clock already. Yeah. I mean, is there anything that relevant we want to talk about? I mean, it's like overtly... Yeah, that's actually like really interesting that we have discussion on. Let's see. Um, study shows that vaccines have no link to autism once again. Well, the original study never was correct in the first place. The original not. study was done by some British dude yeah. that had full credit. Yeah, so yeah. and he was a gastroenterologist. He has no idea. He, well, he was barred from practicing medicine. Yeah. Actually. Well, he had he had like it was. Gina yeah, told me about Columbia it. University's hiring Doctor Oz. As his sample size was like fourteen people, and yeah. he originally like was he started okay. with autistic children. And it was the whole goal. Was yeah, he was like, he took some autistic children. Were you vaccinated? Yes, one hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah, it was you know, <laughs> correlation it was, is causation. Like <laughs> that. I don't know. So we, that's already yeah, not even a um, real topic. Um. Yeah. So, but but people are still going to claim that. Yeah, that they're just fucking whatever. Yeah. Just mean, vaccinate your fucking kids. That's all it is. Yeah. Vaccinate your children for the good of everybody. So, um, also. Kimmy's not home, so we'll just go until she gets home. Yeah, sure. sure. Let's dive into the news. Um, let's see. The FBI admits to faking most of its testimony per- pertaining to DNA taken from hair strands and other DNA uh, testimony for the last 20 years. So basically, an article came out in the Washington Post that wherein the FBI admits that most of the DNA evidence that was presented by experts, quote unquote, in courts was faked and was uh, o- was pr- was overly um, presented in a way to make it seem more com- more compelling than it actually was. So the, these people would go in and, despite not having, because there's no rules or regulations on forensic scientists science, and there and there was not back in the day, they would go in and they'd say, "We are absolutely 100 percent certain." That this evidence links this person to this crime mm-hmm. when it didn't, and there have been they've reviewed over three hundred cases at this point, and all of them, ninety five percent of the cases were found on DNA evidence yes, that was like, that was faulty. Fourteen of which included, or thirty of which included sentences where the person was or 
or cases where the person was person was death sentenced penalty. to death, and fourteen of those death penalties were carried out. Yep. So it seems like the FBI is kind of the a FBI fucked up institution. The FBI is really good at lying for their own ends, and no one knows what those are. They lie about fucking everything. I guess I'm surprised that this isn't a bigger issue. Yeah, you think I haven't heard I of didn't this see on the anything news. about yeah. this in the regular news. I saw so. uh, this was trending on Facebook for a while, and then I saw like I well, read the, you the linked article. a slate article, so already yeah. that puts my mind in. In alert mode, since Slate that not Slate American. tends to be yeah, Slate tends to be slanted, a little more sensationalist than actually. But yeah. I mean, there's also that's the next point shows like they have faked data related to mass shootings. Like they seem to be very agenda driven for an agency that's not supposed to be. Yeah. You have one fucking job, and that is to investigate crimes. You're not supposed to skew their outcomes in an un, in an illegal manner. Yeah. Or at least one that should be. And you're not supposed to pair with one side of an agenda on any given debate. Those are two other links. Those aren't for the the FBI thing. Yeah, I know. I'm moving them down. Oh, okay. But, yeah. it's I don't understand how they get away with that shit, but who's going to, like... <laughs> Yeah. Hold them accountable for it. No one will. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like, there's... That, that whole Slate article was basically, like, a thing saying we need to... There, you know, the FBI is basically saying that the FBI sucks and things like forensic science need to be taken more seriously, et cetera, et cetera. But in the ma- in the mainstream media, I mean, I don't, I don't know when that article was originally published. I think it was like two weeks ago. But um, I mean, I'm like reading that. this every day. I didn't see a single thing but, about that. So. Yeah, so it's I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But the yeah, the FBI just does not seem very reputable as an agency. And I mean, they're good at their jobs, but they just. I think sometimes they're like, we gotta make make these numbers up, you know. Like, <laughs> I do like Criminal Minds though. So, are they FBI? Yeah, BAU. So, uh, speaking of uh, not not very speaking reputable of crime, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. <laughs> yeah. So Sheriff Joe Arpaio uh, took the stand in his own contempt hearing uh, recently, which is finally getting underway. Uh, basically, he's being uh, sued for being a tyrant, being a tyrant and, an and a dictator and an asshole. Um, I mean, the only thing you really say about this is that, like, he's 82 years old, and we know everyone... That's one of the... Another weird thing, like, everyone knows that Joe Arpaio is an asshole, yet they continuously vote him into office. They have for six terms. Well, because crime in Arizona has been going down. Yeah. Why would you want to change that? It's just the way he deals with crime is... And immigration. Yeah, well, Well, he shouldn't really have any say in that, but... He's gotten to a point now where <laughs> he's been there long enough that he is like the steward, you know? <laughs> he's, yeah. He's the salutary neglect king. So they're saying, I don't know if they're going to end up uh, impeaching him or anything like that, or if he'll just have to pay fines. They, they He will have to pay fines if he's convicted. Whatever. And, he's like And that will come out of his pocket, not... He can't it's not like he's not... Yeah, he's rich, though, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's like too little too late, so... Yeah, that's one of those things. He's probably going to die in a few years, and then they'll just elect someone Fingers else. Fingers crossed. But, who knows? But yeah, so that that's going underway, and we'll be kind of loosely watching that. But I thought that was kind of interesting that they're finally... It's been like three years since that fucking lawsuit yeah. was started. Yeah. And they... It's they just been dodging it the whole fucking They time. talk well, about... like, no one, I mean, it matters here in Arizona, but I just don't know if it has... Nationally, national it's not a big deal. Really. Yeah, unless well, it's SB Other people know who fucking Joe Arpaio is from out of state. I well, mean, now he's making more waves as just a person in the party that has a little bit of power yeah but But they talk about how he um hired investigators to uh like private investigators to investigate even the the judge like like the judge in this case of his case he hired someone to investigate his wife that guy's the judge's wife Mm -hmm. like 
he has hired people. He wants he, to keep his fucking power, dude. This yeah. is what happens when you see a king about to fall. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's scrabbling and he wants to do everything he can to make sure he comes out of it. At the very most, having to pay some money, you yeah. know, because money doesn't matter to him. He's a power hungry man. Speaking of fallen kings, Mohammed Morsi. Sick ass segue if ever there was one. Yes. Sentenced to twenty years in prison. Not long enough should die there. Yeah, probably. well he might die there. He's pretty old, isn't he? Doesn't matter. I want to make sure he dies there. Yeah. So I mean you you really don't like him. No, he's an Islamist. He he I tried to turn Egypt enough. into a completely Sharia law state despite the objections of everyone in Egypt. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck that. He derailed the entire constitutional process so we can make the constitution make sure it's illegal. Like, yeah. he's a fuck, and I'm glad that he's going to die in prison. Yeah, so he's getting sentenced to 20 years in prison. Like you said, doesn't seem long enough. Probably should have been life. Well, 20 years in an Egyptian prison. That's, that is your life. <laughs> You're yeah. cracking rocks in the fucking heat for the rest of your days. So, so he, um, yeah, so he's going to be sent away. His camp said that he is, that basically, like, this is all fake allegations and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't and matter, it's Egypt. People assaulted. They they brought basically brought up the fact that like you know someone like the peop, the protesters assaulted the um, the palace and all these things. And Man, it, all of his supporters seem to forget how he ordered people to assault the protesters and kill them. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck him forever. I'm glad he's going to die. Yeah. So we'll see if he even makes it out of out of Egyptian prison <laughs> in 20 years. Assuming he doesn't die of old age, if he doesn't just get shanked in the back. Yeah. Um. And President Obama admits to uh, to and takes responsibility for the accidental deaths of an American and an Italian hostage in a counterterrorism operation in Pakistan. So there were two um, there were two people who were uh, was that the chick from here? No, okay, no, it was two two males, and they were uh, they were fed, they were um, humanitarian aid workers they who were are. who were taken hostage in the Middle East and by Al Qaeda and. Uh, this was back in January that this operation actually happened, but they launched uh, the U.S. launched a, a, a drone strike and just, and took out these really key these key targets, but didn't know that these two in this, these two civilians were there and they died. So there hasn't been, from what I've seen, as much of an uproar in the press. Why, about well, it why is this a story? Well, because it's they killed an American citizen. Right. When you're going to launch drone strikes, I mean, whether <laughs> yeah. or not he takes responsibility for it, I mean, that's just what happens when you're going to bomb a place. But he's trying to get out in front of it before yeah. someone... And that's one of the interesting things, I think, is that he says, he's, he takes, he's like, I take responsibility. He's like, it, it was not, like, faulty intelligence, it wasn't anything. He's like, yes, we didn't know, but at the end of the day, I made then the decision. Then it is faulty intelligence. So. Well, he said, he's like, I made the decision, it's my fault. Where I think a lot of, you see a lot of presidents try to be like, oh, it was an accident, faulty intelligence, but we're America, we can do whatever we want. Like... I don't know. I think it's that's one of you things. pairing on his side because you it like might him. be. But it's, I thought it was interesting. Though I watched the speech and I thought it was interesting the way that he like kind of takes responsibility. Watch the it. speech with fucking uh... <laughs> yeah, Luther. Oh no! But that's that's the, the speech should have been right after this point if you were trying to line things up that's true but that's all right because i can jump forward (laughs) like some kind of time lord (laughs) but uh yeah so and speaking of president obama he gave a wonderful speech at the white house correspondence dinner last night where he had was it key or peel that's uh key it's key yeah so uh key key and peel they have this series called uh key uh, Key and peel you know well key and peel have a um a skit rather that's obama's anger translator where basically yeah, Luther like he like gives a speech and then Luther will interject know, with yeah. the ghetto anger version. Yeah, of so Obama invites him to the White House 
um, for the White House Correspondents' Dinner and had him do it, and it was the best. It was so good. Like, I feel like Obama is just... Jeb Bush, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jeb Bush, you want to do this? <laughs> like, it's... I feel like Obama's at this place where it's like, he's not running for re-election. He's just going to retire after this. Fun now. Yeah, he's <laughs> just, like, doing shit where he's just like, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm the part Hillary Clinton where it's like, Khaleesi coming to Westeros. Yeah, Khaleesi is coming to Westeros. People are like, that's going to get the youth vote right there. <laughs> I hope not. We're all voting for the Khaleesi, man. Fuck like, that shit. She's a Khaleesi maybe like 7,000 years ago. As funny as it was, though, I don't like... I, I actually don't think the White Horse, the White House, White Horse, the White, the White House. House Correspondence Dinner should exist. Yeah, well, and that's what that's what he says fucking... at the beginning. Is like the the very first thing he says. He's like, "What is this dinner? And why do I have to come?" Well, no, it's what well, it shouldn't exist. It's pandering bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's more just the fact that you should not have the media there that is supposed to be objectively, you know, reporting on the government. But essentially, this is a hey, all media come here and hang out with have the president. This, come have this nice dinner it's with literally, yeah, and shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's literally Smoothie. like what what you shouldn't be doing as a journalist. But you know, well, we have, I mean, anyone who's everyone knows that journalists have no integrity. So, or the ability to use spell check. If if my ability to read the news is not yeah, seriously. Like, well, that's what ha- what happens when you get with the the digital age of journalism. Well, the digital age with of journalism. Can write the news. Yeah, but if you look on your thing that has three typos in quick reach right now, uh, magically, it tells you when you spelled something wrong. How do you get a typo in a publication when you're putting a fucking word editor and just giving it to someone else? You can see when you type something incorrectly. Like, I don't know. No excuses. As seen here, things slip through the cracks. Although Deutsche things Bank apart, is spelled right? correctly. It just... uh, I think there's an E in there after the SCH. Perhaps. But you're right, son of a bitch. That's P-E-T. Can you spell Petraeus right? It's P-E-T. And then Sheriff is one R, two Fs. Well, fuck me. <laughs> so, and I study journalism. F7 is your friend, son. Yeah, I F7. studied journalism for two semesters, so that tells you how much they're teaching. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, they're not teaching you how to write. They're teaching you how to... Journalize. How to sensationalize. Get clicks. But it's... um. Yeah, it was really, it was hilarious. It was and great move on Obama, and that's he'll, he will go down next to Clinton as one of the coolest presidents of the world, I think, or in the, in the history of America. Um, and then economically, Deutsche Bank pays $2.5 billion in fines over interest rate manipulation. I don't really know. I read some of the article, but Ken, I think you read through it as well. They're basically just trying to change interest rates from day to day. A little bit. I mean, they're, change, they're changing interest rates to advantage banks. Yeah, and making trades between banks. Well, the LIBOR is the London Interbank like mm-hmm. interest rate. So I think I missed. I don't know what the O stands for. It's like LIBOR is London Interbank something rate. So yeah, put put up on fucking uh, the Tron. Fine. LIBOR. Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Wikipedia, that. London Interbank Offered Rate. Offered, offered Rate. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it's essentially, it's the rates that banks charge each other, and that should be the lowest rate. So, everyone gets LIBOR plus something else. Yeah. So, banks, because you assume banks have the money, right? They are always good for it, and they're sort of like, they help each other out. That's the base rate. So, your interest rate on your house is probably LIBOR plus three, or whatever. Or LIBOR plus four. So... They are essentially, from what I read, they just like 
they would be trading with each other. Deutsche Bank would be trading with other bank. Yeah, and be did like, you, did you know the LIBOR is like minus three today? And you know? they'd be like, hey, bro, like, I want to give me a good rate on this. And LIBOR is actually supposed to be four. And they're like, we'll give you two at three. So the banks would trade with each other so they would get more money off their investments with each other. Yeah, so they just they circle drinking each money, other. Bank. Yeah, they just yeah. circle drinking each other. And it's weird how it's, they're just changing it by like a percent or two. Well, but when you're trading like Exactly. One percent of a hundred million is still freaking ten million. Yeah. Here's the problem, though. They're only paying $2.5 billion. That's nothing. Yeah. For a fucking bank, that is yeah. a drop in the fucking bucket. So it doesn't matter. It's the same thing as all the fines that banks pay in America. Like, there's, there was a, a person, I can't remember what her name is right now, but wh- whose sole job is to enforce, like, the new financial regulations that came out after 2008 for banks, who doesn't do that. Like, these banks that consistently fail ethically and fail by like trying to manipulate the system or just plain out fucking people right there are supposed to be progressive penalties where like okay you've incurred like this much in fines or there's been this you've like had this particular type of lawsuit come through and uh, uh, occur with you or this type of rules breakage you're not allowed to trade this type of security anymore like there are rules that exist for that she hasn't enforced a single one yeah. And yet, Bank of America is paying out billions of dollars. Chase is paying out billions of dollars in ethics violations and like rules violations. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> hold them accountable. You you can't Send hit a you can't hurt a bank by taking a bank's money. That's fucking stupid, right? Well, can't you know banks are built on money? <laughs> yes, but when you're taking two billion dollars from something that probably owns like five hundred billion, that's really nothing. Yeah, for them, you know? that's <laughs> like, a drop in the bucket kind so. of deal. So bouncing back politically, David Petraeus um, was convicted of leaking stage secrets. What, to that chick that he was... To that girl he was banging. Yeah. Yeah, to his mistress who was his reporter. His weird-ass ghoulie reporter. Yeah, she was Mm. supposed to be writing a piece about him and they ended up, which I guess happens... Fucking it out. Yeah, they ended up banging it out and then he decided to give her CIA secrets. Yeah, by the way. So here's the interesting thing about this. He's convicted. He has to pay fines. He's not going to get jail time. Nope. He's got how too is much it, power for that. How is it that David Petraeus, the head of the CIA, leaks documents to a reporter as classified documents, important documents, but only gets a small fine, where Edward Snowden gets a hold of the... Or Edward Snowden has no power. Or the um, the other guy who actually leaked the the Brandon... Brandon Manning? I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the guy who actually... Bradley Manning. Bradley Manning, who obtained the documents and sent them to Edward Snowden. He like he is just a PFC in the army. He he's leaves, going to jail, he's, and he's going to jail. How does that happen? Because Petraeus has power, right? Too much power. If you or I leaked classified documents, you would be killed. Yeah, because you're a traitor now. But you wouldn't. But <laughs> no, well, you as in us, you, yeah. right? The normal, no, you man. the collective, you, yeah, you're, you're fine. the normal man. But you know, for David Petraeus, a, a four or five star general head of the army at one point of the CEA like or CIA you can't just put that guy in jail it's just not gonna happen rich people don't let other rich people go to jail powerful people don't let other powerful people go to jail you don't want to set a precedent because the next time that something comes up where he has to testify against somebody or something like they want him on their side yeah so it's just unfortunate. It seems like a very lost. He should go to fucking jail. He, he should, should probably go. technically just be killed. I mean, you leak state secrets yeah. that if you look at <laughs> the laws, like you know, when I got my clearance to work at my job, when you leak a classified or hard documents, you're fucked. They're coming for you. 
Especially, yeah. I mean, if you leak top secret, you're you're there's not gonna be a trial. You're just gonna get killed. Yeah, they're just gonna snuff you in <laughs> so, your sleep. Yeah, so like. But for him, he's just going to get a fiscal slap on the wrist and then go back to banging his ugly-ass reporter mistress and probably keep his wife, too, or something. Yeah, you know? probably. Like, so if he's him. rich, the wife will stay. Yep. The workings of the 1%, man. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on to geek news. So, Star Wars Battlefront lead designer reassures fans that nothing will be held back for Day 1 DLC. There will be no you, Day 1 well, DLC. Don't you love when they lie... You. Directly to your face. Like I mean, this. as we we as far as we know, they're lying about in, in-game engine graphics and and, and the ability, ability to fly, to fly into space. space. So, so you, but he says there will be no day one DLC. It will all come. No, he said nothing will be held back for day one DLC. I semantically, I feel like he they're gonna have everything that was gonna be in the game is gonna be in the game, and then they'll have day one DLC. But no, this wasn't in the game. It's just DLC that we worked on while we were working on the main game. There's oh, a yeah. separate team or something. Of course, you know? yeah. Well, we'll Wouldn't see. Wouldn't be surprised. This is his claim. It's, his claim it's is... It's fucking dice. It's EA. There's nothing is off the table for them. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, Black Ops 3 has a release date. Spoilers, it's November. You it's mean November like 6. every other yeah, one? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, like, just... No one is... It shocks no one. I mean, it's funny that IGN is like writing stories about this that... Yeah, like, something. Like, well, what else are they supposed to hey, write? Watch nothing. the table. This is glass, remember? So, Remember we Steve. I can replace it with a piece of wood. It's okay. You could. <laughs> well, I like to avoid that. <laughs> but um, the yeah, like, it's interesting to me that IGN's just like, oh, the release date for Black Ops Three. It's going to be in November. It's been in November for ten years. It's kind of like we know this. It's like a not. It's it's not, it's like I don't know. Well, it's it's not a leak. It's just yeah. they need something to put on a headline because remember, it's IGN is clickbait. Yeah, it's see this. String of words. Click it quickly. Well, how is we supposed to make money? <laughs> so they le- so it was leaked that it would be November sixth, and it's been confirmed with a, tr- a gameplay trailer that came Le- out. Quote today. unquote leaked. Yeah, it was leaked like a few days before, but there's a gameplay trailer that came out, and it's going to be November sixth. So it'll be another COD game that people can play, and whatever. It's almost like, like it's not newsworthy. It'll, it'll, do really well. like it's not it'll newsworthy, still do yeah. really well. I'm interested about this next thing because I yes. have no idea what you're talking Steam about. Steam initiates paid mods for Skyrim. For Skyrim. For Skyrim. Skyrim. For Skyrim. And plans... Sky's rim is for the noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Steam has initiated paid mods for Skyrim and it plans to expand this to other games and the Steam community is well, pissed. They, they, they took it down. Pissed, what do they mean? Well, I don't think... Did they take it down? I just read an article saying they got taken down. Let's see. When you say paid mods, does that mean like to get download a mod someone used or someone made, you had to pay money, or is it the Steam team made I mods the Steam. for Skyrim? No, so they no, it's it's a, a user who creates a mod for for Skyrim has the and now has the option to charge for it. Perfectly fine. I don't see the problem. Well, with that. and that's and like people the the PC community is in an uproar because now they because modding. Modding is seen as one of those things that should be about your passion for the well, game. I understand that, but... So if you're passionate it, and you're a great person, just put it for free. Yeah, don't ever do anything for free. If yeah. you really... But if... Right? I don't know. We do this I, podcast I, for free. Well, so let, let me put this in perspective, right? Look, how many mods do you have on Nexus Mod Manager right now? A lot. Exactly. At least do, 10. Do you think it would have been fair then to just pay $10 for those 10 mods in, like, a $1 mod? I think that's totally fine. Maybe. I wouldn't have wanted to. The Part of the thing with mods is that, like... I mean, and they have a 24-hour refund system that they put in places about say Part of the thing is if you get it and it doesn't work or it looks shitty. I mean, I at the and end of the day... That's fair. I think yeah, it's totally I think you should fair. be compensated for your work if you want to. And yeah. If, and if, ultimately, that you don't want to pay for it, like, because I don't yeah, want to pay for money, then you don't have to. Yeah. right? <laughs> 
But I mean, all you're doing as a person right now with mods is just taking advantage. Of Not advantage, but you're just you. Someone else's generosity is your benefit right now. Yeah. And and it takes a lot of work it to does. do a mod. Yes. I mean, a lot of coding. Like, I mean, you have to design a game. It's like you can do it. You can do it for the fun and the love, and all people do that for. But if you can pay for it, why not? Yeah, and I mean the it's an option. It's optional. That means you can or cannot do it. It yeah. is up to you. So if mod makers want to perpetuate the like I do this because I fucking love Skyrim thing or whatever, then fine. But I would be like, there's the mods. All the mods that I have for Skyrim right now, I would have paid a dollar for. You know, and if hundred thousand people did that, he's been well compensated for his yeah. for his time. And I think that's totally fair. So. Let's see. But the so, payment is... Well, and, and I think... And here's the thing, and maybe... I mean, I've read through some of the articles. Like, the, the basic thing is, you can pay for mods. Uh, the mod creators do not have to make people pay for the mods. Um, but if if they do charge, uh, Steam keeps 75%. Or, uh, or Valve keeps 75% no, of the Valve profits. keeps 30%, but and Bethesda is takes the other 45 not Steam. And the modder takes 25%. Yes. Now, I don't think that that's necessarily well i mean 75 is a lot well i mean sell for four dollars you're fine but this next thing is one i don't like payouts are to be held until the, <laughs> until the modern makes a hundred dollars a profit yeah that's fucking bullshit so either i mean for a lot of months you won't make any money yeah like i think that um for one thing that's going to drive mod prices up to a certain extent because of well you're going to have people who at least make four dollar mods right like yeah. i get a buck out of it cool yeah but the um yeah, I think that Bethesda taking forty five percent. It's well, like, and remember though that that seventy percent that constitutes the non valve money. Bethesda made the decision about that, so if that's it's true. Anyone's fucking issue. It's, it's Bethesda's, Bethesda. and I almost don't like this because I feel like it's Bethesda dipping back into people's wallets. It's almost like a day. Well, no, it's it is. Like it's a DLC, DLC fucking yeah, thing. Like but Bethesda's dipping back into people's wallets. They should have just done ten percent. Yeah, because ten percent, like say the guy who does the. Uh, Fuck, what's the re- graphics rehaul mod, the big one? Um, I don't know. There's so many of them. The particle well, effects No, the one. ones that you and I had. Yeah. We both had the same one. I can't remember what it's called right now, though. Let me pull up my Nexus Mod Manager. It was right there over your mouse. So. <laughs> was it? Yes. Oh. It was like the bottom thing. No, I thought... It was well, it was the bottom was... thing, and then it changed, but... Well, what that look it was like? called. It was the thing where you could tweak like everything about the graphics, like... Uh yeah, I'll pay fucking four dollars for that because it makes me makes my game look like fucking this phenomenal. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's better than Bethesda could let me do right. So I'm totally okay with that. And then, but if you know they sell for a dollar, Bethesda gets ten cents. That mod's been downloaded like a hundred thousand times. You know, <laughs> they've yeah. made they have made ten thousand dollars for no reason. They did no work for that. At once. the end of the day, though, these people can just put the mod for free. So yep. it doesn't yeah, really change anything. Um, well, and in the face of the the way that this shit gets uh, distributed, then they probably will just despite this, <laughs> like for the most part, they'll just be like, "Fuck you! I don't want you to make forty five percent of what I put the work into." Like, yeah. Um, visuals and graphics, static mesh improvement, enhanced blood textures. Do we Go really? The- do we really know if it's going to take this long? Well, no. What's the plugin name? I'm trying to find it. For some reason, I don't know. All right, whatever. I'll just do the 
Sky UI? No, that's the UI. No, Anyways, like Sky UI it's too. a good mod, and it makes your game look fucking rad. Yeah. So, go well, find it. You don't know what it is, but go find it. Exactly the yeah. way you want. So. so, yeah, that's the thing. Is like the, At the end of the day, people who create things for a community, if they can, should be compensated for their work. If you put a lot of passion into something and you make something good, it's not like the community is necessarily entitled to it. A lot of people do it for the for the the love of it, but if they have an opportunity, it's like people used to make back in the day. People made YouTube videos because they just like making videos, right? Well, there's people that do like that I now. do this. It's just a way to get compensated for it. Now. Yeah, we we do this because we like doing it. If we could get paid to do it, we'd happily we would do, it do it the same amount that we do it now. Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I would do it more if we were going to. Yeah, well, I mean, paid dip, I, time. getting paid bleeds into a whole lot of conditionals about what time gets spent. But yeah, so we'll see. At the piece, yeah, the, the the Steam community is just in an uproar, and I don't know if it'll change. And I don't know that it doesn't seem right now that there's necessarily anything wrong with this. I want to do some more research though and see what people are saying. Is so right, I want to see angry. what games that's going to end up touching. Is this all workshop mods for anything now, or like what's you yeah, know, how exactly. is this going to affect the ecosystem at large? Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Age Voltron opens to two hundred million dollars at the international box office on its first weekend. Why did they get it before us? I don't know. They the shouldn't. one time that they'll ever get it. Yeah, it's the only us. thing they ever get before us, but it's the most important thing, of course. So, <laughs> well, two hundred million out of Europe. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, considering they're gonna do a smooth billion the first weekend of the year. Yeah, so. I mean that when that comes out here, it's gonna be massive. So people are saying this could be a two billion dollar grossing movie. That that which it already the if Batman first, Begins could make a billion dollars, then Age of Ultron better. Well, make Avengers at least made, seven. Well, Avengers made a billion. Yeah. And it's the highest grossing film of all time, I believe. They're I saying this one Avatar isn't. A, they're saying this one isn't as good though. So we'll see if. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not going to be. As good yeah, as it'll be great. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's some people who say that. I don't know. Oh, most, of the, gonna, most of the reviews have come out and said it's not as good as the first one. Well, that's to be expected. There's been never too much hype. Well, I'm just saying. So, I mean, ultimately, I think what drives a movie sales is if it's good or not. That's the core. I mean, hype will go, go so far. So. I think whether it breaks two billions, whether or not it truly is an outstanding, outstanding movie. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. That is going to do it for this week for another very good episode, in my opinion. Very long episode, Second, too. Very long. Yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. Our first two hours. starving. Early. I think so, yeah. I'm ready to get something to eat. So that's that up for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Ken. Sack up, nerds. Hey, hey, hey.